Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. The culmination of 11 years, 11 franchises, and 21 films is here. Five dudes and two girls arguing about Avengers Endgame. Along the way, you'll get spoilers for The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1, Super 8, Big Hero 6, The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, and the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Shortly before the release of Avengers Endgame, someone sent us a photograph on social media that was, I believe, taken at the Alamo Draft House in Texas, which is a popular movie theater chain. They're all over. Oh. They're not just in Texas. Where it originated in Austin, Texas? Uh, perhaps. Remember the Alamo? It definitely that would make originated s- That would make sense, but that's San Antonio. I oh. went to the Alamo. Okay. <laughs> that's near Austin, but... We're off to a great start. So, uh, in a uh, chain theater known as the Alamo Draft House, someone, there we go. someone took a uh, photograph and sent it to us on social media. And the uh, photograph is of a poster in the lobby of the theater that says, Thanos still demands your silence. And it reads as follows. I was very struck by this wording. Listen to this. It says, and I quote, this is it, everyone. The end of 11 years, 11 franchises, and 21 films. And then it goes on to ask that people respect spoilers and not talk about the movie in the lobby, so on. You know, Do not discuss anything at all, the poster says. But what struck me about the poster was the reality sinking in. The end of 11 years, 11 franchises, and 21 films. And that's what Avengers Endgame really yeah, is. I suppose. What do you mean you it's suppose? Like a, it's like a pseudo ending. We're it's losing. Very we're, clear. It's, it's the ending yeah. of the original six Avengers, but if you haven't noticed, the story goes on. Yeah, but we're, they set up the first movies were all leading to the first Avengers movie, and in the first Avengers movie revealed that there was one bad guy behind everything. Right. And then this, so this is, is the ending of that this story. This is the end of the original fight? This is the end of the original fight, yeah. Right. But the fighting is going to keep going. Well, of course. This is human nature. Right. <laughs> so already we're arguing. So about it's, a, it's, a, it's a pseudo ending. <laughs> His contract's expiring. <laughs> it's not well, like so a pseudo ending says it's like a fake ending. It is an ending. This uh, story it, arc has finished. Sure, but we've got Spider-Man fighting more Don't people. Don't be so GD cynical, man. It's the end. <laughs> Right, but not the end of 20... How many movies is it? 22 now. Yeah. 11 years into 20, 22 movies. So there's other subplots that are still going. So well, it's the end of six or seven movies. Yeah, all right. Obviously, there is the idea that the movies... I, I even saw a, a review that said something like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe will, of course, go on and on and on. But for all intents and purposes, this is as good an ending as anyone can hope to have for Great. I'm not going to see any more then. <laughs> In a sense, either. it feels like... None uh, of you can see any more then either <laughs> if this is the end. <laughs> what? Just be... Okay, so it's the end. We're not allowed to see... Or not unless you acknowledge that it isn't over. No, man, because remember what it said? It's just all a game. So it doesn't matter. We can see more. Oh, well, great. What? <laughs> all of us went to the theater to see Avengers Endgame like so many other humans on the face of the earth so many freaking humans Tyler's one of them you saw Endgame yeah I saw but it. late did you manage to see it without having it be spoiled sure. before yeah. good job people obeyed Thanos' demands for silence Patrick you saw Endgame I saw Endgame I was not spoiled Matt is on the show he saw Endgame sure did I saw it with Patrick 
And, and Bethy. Yeah, triumphant return to the podcast. Bethany Allen also saw Avengers Endgame. What up? And uh, <laughs> that's your that's your new call sign. <laughs> <laughs> you're back after a massive hiatus, and you're Gross. coming in with what up? <laughs> I feel like it was strong. Yeah. It was. Okay. I saw Endgame with um, Matt and Patrick and a bunch of other people. We I went just, out for dinner beforehand. I too much he but it got me it. through that three hour movie so don't it was worry he good. got all he needed out before the movie <laughs> I did but also he answered some of my questions which was helpful uh, Mike Jensen's on the show he okay. saw Endgame by himself yep. on Thursday a Thursday evening pre-screening yep it was wonderful squeezed between two strangers yeah but I had uh, Screen King H14 right that was great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. no regrets uh, Abby Porter's here she saw Endgame by herself I did because I went and saw it by myself on a Friday morning, and then when uh, she went and saw it by herself on a Sunday afternoon, right? Yep. So, and I'm I'm Josh. I saw Endgame as well. Now, before we get into the the thick of it, which you know, at this point, it feels like you're contributing to a conversation that's being had every every everywhere you look. Yeah, it really is. Everywhere you step no into a public. Show. <laughs> There's no one from Full House in. That's uh, a great ensemble, in, though. It is. It's true. It's similar in many ways. Mm-hmm. But you, I was at a kid's birthday party yesterday. I was at a get together this evening, and it's not an exaggeration to say you step into a room in a given place at a gas station pumping gas uh, yesterday morning, and you overhear people in proximity going, "Well, when this," ha-, and you realize almost instantaneously, "Oh, they're talking about Endgame." Mm-hmm. It feels comparable to something like the original Avengers movie or the dark Knight or avatar where for some reason it becomes part of the public consciousness to the degree that it's just every everywhere. The ground is swelling. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of groundswell as Tyler says. And all these movies are popular, you know, like it's, it's not unusual for anyone to go see a Marvel movie. People ask each other, Hey, did you happen to go catch this or that? But the enthusiasm and the degree to, <laughs> to the degree it, with which it is accumulating money is staggering. Yeah, but Patrick looked it up, right? What is it making? Isn't right it now, two point one billion already. Yeah. Oh man, sorry. I asked Patrick. Yeah, see that. <laughs> Matt over there. <laughs> it just it just passed Titanic <laughs> worldwide, which Shut is crazy. Up, Tyler. Titanic. And, and Titanic was number one for like a decade of the biggest movie of all time, and then Avatar beat it, and nothing's been able to even get close to them yeah, until right. Force Awakens. And in two weeks? It. Two weeks, it beat them all. And it beat Titanic. beat Titanic, yeah. But it's definitely going to pass Avengers. I mean, <laughs> Avatar. Yeah, yeah, definitely pass Avengers. It, it would have Avengers. to drop yeah. off so <laughs> steeply. If it makes another $600 million, it'll pass Avengers, which it absolutely Why will. Why do y'all keep calling Avatar? Avatar, Avatar. Sorry, Avatar. Sake. Sorry. Yeah. It's because I was looking at the word Avengers, right and I'm not a smart man. It's astounding. <laughs> two weeks... <laughs> Two weeks, it almost caught Avatar. That's amazing. It In really one is. week, it jumped up from the fifth highest ranking movie ever to number two. So it went up three spaces in a week. That's It's nuts because when, uh, when movies start to make money and climb the charts like that, people start to ask, I wonder if, I wonder if. And then you look at the money that Avatar has made and you go, oh, no. It's not gonna. No way. It's still so far away from Avatar because yeah. Avatar has had a considerable yeah. lead on everyone. What's crazy about Avatar is that it's a, it was an original property, well, a quote original property <laughs> that ripped off a bunch of other movies, but uh, it wasn't part of a franchise when it came out. It was it was something that no one had any it ties to. It still isn't part of a franchise. It was, it'll become part of a <laughs> no, franchise. No, it's never gonna happen. <laughs> Possibly nah. at some point. 
but allegedly. The, uh, allegedly. But my point is, is that it was a standalone movie that somehow managed just <laughs> so mysteriously to gain some groundswell, like we've said, where everybody's talking about well, it. Well, you. Titanic, <laughs> Titanic before that, where everybody's saying, you got to go see this movie. you got to go see this movie. And so everyone went and saw the movie. But what's interesting about Endgame is that it's not just, I mean, it has groundswell, obviously, but it's not just drawing in major fans. It's also bringing in casual fans of the franchise, which is like cool that it's bringing people into the theater to see. But you know, what are they seeing? I What's know, their experience? But that my <laughs> point here, my point here is that you can clearly tell throughout the lengths of the film, there's got to be like two dozen people in the theater whispering to the person next to them, "Who's that? What is that? Oh, oh for what? sure. What in God's name are we doing? <laughs> why did Who's I just sign up for this three-hour oh, confusing why is, why is torture fest? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like to know how much everybody go. Like the Do they get a bonus when they're like, we hit, yeah, they we get, hit two they get, million or two oh, billion dollars? We could feed the whole planet. I think RDJ has got a grip on the back end, so he's making so much money. Do you think James Cameron, now that one of his movies got overtaken and the other one's definitely going to be overtaken, is walking around in that Terminator mask just crying? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a good, holding, holding his drawing of Kate Winslet. That's just a good weeping. To a different U.S. Yeah. movies episode. Yeah. You're you welcome. See if you can out. find it. I don't um, even remember where that one is. Hey, Bethany, do you want to hear about some salaries? Yeah, I do. Um, it, w- it wasn't revealed exactly how much Scarlett Johansson was uh, paid for the Avengers movie. She re- For the Avengers movie, she reportedly was paid $20 million to star in and produce the upcoming Black Widow solo movie. I feel so indifferent towards her, though, still. Throughout this whole franchise, even though the let go thing and all that, she is this must be a prequel. What? How are we? Well, yeah, her skull got smashed in. The Chris's, the Chris's, uh, Hemsworth and Evans, earned between fifteen and twenty millions for in, Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, respectively, the same. That's quite a lot of money. He only got Evans. Only got those are two big guys. They only got fifteen or twenty million oh, or billion. That, whatever that's a fair amount. Million. That is. That's a lot of money. Twenty okay. mi- twenty million per movie, I think. So forty for the two movies. Okay. So that's what like eighteen months of work. But they they can't do the franchise without him. So it's like. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, like I'm sure they. Well, yeah, I mean, they had contracts running them all the way through Endgame, so I'm sure they renegotiated at some point. How much did Iron Man make? Cause Robert Downey uh, so was paid um, $50 million. There we go. Uh, that's for the first Avengers movie. Whoa. He walked away with $75 million for Whoa. Infinity War. He is so rich. And he renegotiated to be paid more for in-game. Holy crap. Dang. It he, says with that agent's 10% is nice. His box office gross uh, included, it's likely that Robert Downey Jr.'s paycheck for the flick will be somewhere around $100 million. Holy That's crap. the thing, because they get, like that the big bad. ones can negotiate for a box office gross in their contracts. That ain't bad. I didn't realize he was so desirable. Like that desirable. Well, he's... Iron I mean, Man I started love the universe. Him. Oh, I thought you were just saying. Well, he's Iron Man. He's Iron he Man. He plays Iron well, no, Man. Well, I mean, I love him, and he's my favorite. So we I know when we sit close uh, to you, we know Iron Man yeah. is the hey. cornerstone of the franchise. Hey, hey I'm gonna tell you okay. this though: for Endgame, it was a little different. Anytime <laughs> Thor was on the screen, she was laughing. Oh, Bethy loved her. Some fans. I'm making a transition. It's when they tough. walked out, when the three walked out to fight Thanos and the big, you know, dramatic thing, she was laughing because Thor he had was a belly. Walking. It's so funny. <laughs> Poking out from under his arm. I loved it. He's so casual. 
he's my new crush because Iron Man is dead and I can't even understand that. You can't so, love a dead man. It's really difficult because I mean, I'm Not just that attitude. I'm really sad. I don't you know if I can body. come back from it. But except that I think Thor is equally, he's funny to me like that when he says rabbit, you know. Thor has uh, uh, always been a, a character that they, for whom they emphasize the comedy m- maybe a little more than some of the others. Because he's a fish out of water, so it's like a, yeah, he's like oblivious. Thing. It's funny, yeah. uh, but in this particular, uh, it was noteworthy that his comedy was very different. Because I re- rewatching Ultron recently, there it, as recently as Ultron, which feels like forever ago, but the yeah. part two in this uh, fake trilogy, it's like a quadrilogy. Um, Thor is still doing the jokes about like I am mighty like mm-hmm. that you know he's still doing the kind of Victor- like uh, Shakespeare in the park stuff and in this movie he's just like a drunk idiot <laughs> in <laughs> Endgame he's a mess it, all the jokes come from him being fat and drunk basically oh my God, when so he's, those are both funny things scared. when he's talking to his mom I'm totally, I'm totally from, from the future, future. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that was maybe so my favorite line in the entire funny. movie I'm totally from the future <laughs> so Obviously, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But the, the world's talking about the movie. You go see the movie. It's like, uh, at, what was it like in each of your theaters? I saw it in a sold-out theater at 8 a.m. They were cheering and, like, hoots and hollering. Respectful hooting and hollering, like, relegated to the moments. And then, you know, yeah. kind of a respectful hush fell back over the crowd. There was applauding at the end. Yeah, It was really thrilling. I've only been to, like, a two or three screenings like that in my lifetime where... The energy for the movie itself was already off the charts high. It's like when Force Awakens or something like that came out and you sit down in a packed theater and the Lucasfilm studio card goes up and people start clapping. And you're like, oh, dang, we're going to have a good time. Okay. Yeah. You know, and you get swept up. It was up. like that with, I think, Deadpool. When you and I went to see Deadpool, that was a time where it was sold out and everyone was there for it. Yeah, appropriately. there was lots of laughing and cheering. Like, yeah, and This yeah. is great. We're all in, enjoying this together. Look at all these strangers having fun. Did everyone have a energetic crowd? We did. Ours was packed out for yep, sure. Sold out. And they all cheered. It seemed appropriately. The biggest cheer is when Cat picked up the hammer. Oh man, I lost my freaking mind. Yeah. <laughs> but they also had costumes on. There were oh, yeah. lots of costumes. A lot of costume yeah. wears at ours. Yeah. That's fine. You know, if like thirty year old men want to dress up like a There was a dude with a really do. big Thor hammer that lit up and everything. That was cool. And yeah. another baby who was wearing Spy, full blown Spider Man outfit. Oh, one one it guy. was a little inappropriate. He was a, he was clearly a little chilly outside. You know what I mean? I think I think everyone nope. knows what you mean. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea. He was shivering. I mean, oh, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it was cold outside. Gotcha. Right. So, and all of this is coming not just off on the heels of you know twenty one movies and eleven franchises or whatever the numbers are, but off of Infinity War. So it's almost like. You know, the what was the last big double franchise whammy? The Harry Potter finale? Yeah. Sure. So they split Deathly Hallows uh, and Hunger Games. They did the same thing. Yeah. Did they split the Hunger Games in two at the end? Yep. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's called Mocking Jay. And there yeah, was I don't know, I don't remember. There was a similar <laughs> level of enthusiasm for Infinity War or a similar level of like talk and hype. Not yep. not to this degree, but to the degree that and that now it's had time to proliferate on you know, Blu-ray and it's on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix Netflix. now. So, um, the world has access to it. And that movie as satisfying as it is and as fun to watch, I've watched it like six times now and it's still really solid movie. Yeah. And, uh, and honestly, even though it reads quite depressing or plays quite depressing this way, but 
it's pretty satisfying as a standalone movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because yeah, I it really is. I think it's it's the Empire, right? To the I think the trilogy is Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame, and so Infinity War is the second one, so it has to be the darkest. But it's just like Empire Strikes Back, like it stands alone. I would just watch Empire and have a good time. Hey, that's a pretty interesting. It's point. darker than the actual Civil War. Yeah, because half of everyone dies and they lose. The yeah. big bad guy seems to have won. Nobody really dies in Civil War except for Yeah, he for just punches T'Chaka. him in the chest a bit. But the Avengers are standing together at the end of, well, half of them. <laughs> exactly, yeah. The ones that aren't dusty. Hey, Endgame is really dark too, though. It ends well, but for the whole movie, it is like rough. Yeah, but, but Jet- Jedi is rough until they... Until like the third act. The first two acts of the third movie in a trilogy are still dark because you're still dealing with the conflict that overflows from the darkest second installment. No, I think Matt's on to something because if you watch Empire, it clearly ends as a serial. It's like, oh, now we have to wait for the next one. Yeah. You know? And uh, Sure, that's clearly what Infinity War is. Yeah, but you can, want, you can and should watch it now and just watch it as a... For what it is. A movie, yeah. And it's yeah. Sta- unlike, say, Deathly Hallows Part 1 or whatever. Right. Where all it is uh, was was frustrating. It's like it ends with Voldemort getting the Elder One and you're like, Goodness, see it. A lot on, of spoilers. On there. next. Star Harry Wars. Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> Write them down. Yeah, I'm getting it. <laughs> uh, so Infinity War, even though it ends on one of the mothers of all cliffhangers, you know, it's like a, a huge unresolved note. And it's uh, deeply upsetting, but it also is satisfying. Is even the way that like the final shot of the film and Thanos sitting down over his little garden and that nice little bit of music by little Rob. garden, a whole planet to himself. Yeah, yeah, his little garden. He called it a garden, right? In this movie, he calls it a garden. Yep. Uh, and Alan Silvestri's kind of sad, bittersweet score plays out, and then it ends. Alan Silvestri is like, mm. the real hero here. He's done some great no, stuff. No, the oh, real man. hero is that dang rat. Bum, 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 bum. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> the rabbit? The rat. The rat. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Scott, the one that freed Scott Lang from the quantum yeah. realm. If he hadn't done that, man. That was that the one thing that Doctor yeah. Strange saw that was different to all the others, which was just that rat stepping in the right place. Who packed up a van full of stuff and just shoved it in a, in a into storage without thinking, maybe if I push some of these buttons... Something will happen. Yeah, they said it's uh, not my it's not my right. Hey, my job more than my job's worth, you know. But whoever came around knew well enough that everything needed to go back in the van nicely, and then it needed to be put in storage with Lang's name on the cage. Yeah, but they didn't think, oh, maybe Scott's in there somewhere. Are we already on problems with the? Speaking end? of problems, <laughs> <laughs> so it would seem since since Tony Stark invented nanotech, can we really call him Iron Man anymore? What would you call him? <laughs> Is it, is it Nano Man? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Nano Man? <laughs> sure. All right, but I'm confused with... I feel like nanotech has become somewhat of a MacGuffin where it's just like, hey, so whatever... I, like, if I've got glasses on, a whole Iron Man suit's in these glasses. <laughs> oh, I've got a wedding ring on. Oh, everything that I right. could possibly need to go in space is in it's here. A shortcut to any storyline yeah. problem. Like, like bring the suitcase it. back because that was cool when he stepped in the suitcase. Right. That the was suitcase is cooler than nanotech. Well, yes. And Civil and War, more believable. it's like a Rolex can become just the glove. I'll buy right. that. I'll buy that he can pull yeah. that watch over yeah, his that's whole fine. hand and make a glove. The nanotech uh-huh. is injected into his pores. 
No, it comes is, out of... What? Comes is out that, of the, when does that it, happen? It comes that, out of the thing on his chest. Patrick, you're thinking of the comics. That happens know, in the comic books. I know. I'm just trying oh. to get there for them. That makes more sense than what they were showing no, us in the, the movie. the nanotech comes out of the thing on his chest in Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, again, that chest thing ain't big enough. You don't know it's nano. nano. Hey, it's supposed but to be it's nano but becomes nanotech. macro. It's it supposed to be folded up in there? Yeah, real tiny. No. It's not like a shirt. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like his, like you can't it's pack like, a suitcase that tight. It's like origami? <laughs> no, origami is a better way to explain the original suit. It's like you, tiny, teeny, tiny hey, robots. You don't understand nano, it breaks down. Remember Super 8? Go ahead and write down the spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, remember Big Hero 6? <laughs> Yeah. Right down spoiler. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> he's deflated it and he fixes it with tape. No, nanotech's like the the thing they're using in the Yeah, and those things take up like 20 55 gallon drums. Well, it's bigger bigger <laughs> nanos. <laughs> nanos. Yeah. There was more nanos. <laughs> there nanos. was more nanos in Big Hero 6. Maybe Iron Man fused his nanotech with the pim particles so it's small and then it gets big as oh, it comes That's out of tenuous. It. I'm just assume he's a genius. It's fine. Okay, yeah. so on our list of right, so Nano Man on our list of question marks. Remember when Tyler did the whole uh, WTF about Alien, <laughs> Alien uh, Covenant? Yeah. There was a lot more to that one than there will be for this. Well, one. That whole movie was just these a aren't WTF. WTFs. These are like more like friendly WTHs, right? Because uh, at the end of the day, we all have we all gave it a, a thumbs up. We didn't ever say. Oh yeah, thumbs up. Okay. Thumbs, thumbs up. up. Thumbs up. Right. Yeah. Remember when, yeah, thumbsies. Remember when thumbs Tony up. Stark invented time travel after dinner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, don't know, we don't know how many yeah. dinners he was working on that. Yeah, yeah. that, yes. that could have been at least maybe like four or five days. <laughs> seemed fast. <laughs> it seemed you fast. Know, and then the thing about it is... Juice pop. So it's, you know, he, Tony himself says, oh, the only way you got out is like a one in a billion chance, but I'll figure it out after dinner. Let me eat first. And then he does... And then apparently all it takes to reverse engineer everything is for Nebula to stick her wire, wire <laughs> fingers in a machine. And then she can completely reverse the time space wormhole right. and have a spaceship yeah. fly through. Without that little handy dandy hand wristband that all of them needed to get back. Like that she just somehow found that in time and space and pulled it to upstate yeah, New York. Yeah, but she put like a, a gold plate on her head so no one was yeah, the wiser. Yeah. <laughs> but if she she touches she old honest? Nebula and is aware of all the technology she's seen. That's she, how she uh, did it. Yeah. She okay. walks up to like a rack module and she's like, this has got to be it. <laughs> what, Mike? You look so disgusted. I am disgusted. I had no problem with that. I didn't either. I thought that was fine. I'm I, not I saying. I thought it was like her. She was able to, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, she's able to just beckon them there. She's able to beckon them there. What do you mean beckon them? Through time and space? In a way. Like, like she's she was sounding out a shofar? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. She was able to uh, beam them to her in some way. I mean, I think That's Patrick's I right. About it. She's seen all of the process of them building the time machine because she was sh sharing the same Wi-Fi signal as other Nebula. That's, they did say she's sharing the same network. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, so they're just like plugged into the right. same well, well, just she is that router. She yeah. is very robot-y. Yeah. Super robot-y, but I didn't know that she was like running on like a specific... Yeah. <laughs> no, to be clear, <laughs> in the in the runtime of the movie, I was not taking out even a, a monicum, but after it, I, I was playing back through my head. I was like... Uh, Oh, okay. So how and you know you're trying to because it moves really fast in the third act. Yeah. And I was trying to like relive it in my mind while I was taking a shower. I was like, man, that was great. Maybe I can play it in my memories. 
you know that's a nice place to replay yeah. movies yeah. yeah i was looking for validation from mike he told yeah. me he did so anyway also in the shower then i yeah, yeah. so then i turned to mike <laughs> and i'm like movie. how is it <laughs> yeah so i'm like can you get my back <laughs> <laughs> and that and then i was like wait a minute how did they oh right wait she mike what her, are you doing in my house <laughs> she stuck her hand in the rack module and beep boop boop yep so uh, tyler complained to me that uh he's like poor dr strange <laughs> Featured, starred heavily in part one, and in this one, he just has to spin a tornado for the whole fight. <laughs> just because that, that hurricane he has to stand over the corner with. <laughs> yeah, but that would have been a big deal. You guys deal. keep fighting. All, all <laughs> don't worry, don't worry I'll up. stop all of you drowning by myself. <laughs> hey, what's the deal with Captain Marvel's haircut? What do you mean? She got a cut? So yeah. she looks like the comic books. Very Stylish. bad. It looks it was, very much looks like Peter Pan. It was a bad wig. Peter Pan? Yeah. Yes. No, that was CG hair. Y'all don't know what the style is out there in space. We do know yeah. what the style is. I, what? I, I like Not to theorize. You don't know. That she got her hair cut because it makes her more streamlined when she's going through space. Like a swimmer, you know, who shaves their legs. That makes sense. That long hair she's got a would get Track. stuck in her uh, helmet. Right. You think she, she doesn't need like anymore. The, she pushes the button on her arm to change her suit color, to change her she hair. She can change her hair, yeah. She didn't do the mohawk in this movie, did she? She did in Captain Marvel, she did no. the mohawk. In the but trailer, not in, the, in this one now, she doesn't yeah. need a helmet yeah. anymore. In the trailer, she, she had the space. mohawk to throw people off. Oh, that's right. She they does did. have a mullet, though. It's not like she's like... No, it's not long at the back. Perfectly tight It's just like a pixie. I said it was a bad-wigged pixie cut. So let's, mm-hmm. let's talk about her for a second, because if you missed our Captain Marvel episode... Uh, there was some divided opinions about it. I, for one, didn't care for it. So I was a little bit apprehensive sitting down for Endgame. My fear was, oh, man, what if she's like one of the primary characters in this movie and it's all carried by her ability to save everyone? That made me uh, fearful, not because I so hate Captain Marvel, but more so because all of the other characters, or at least almost the entire cast, have been featured anywhere from heavily to more heavily than Captain Marvel. So it felt like a cheat to suddenly bring in this new character that we just met for the first time. Only has one movie and now she's going to eclipse the entire movie. But they were uh it was a pleasant surprise to see that she was featured almost n- not really at all in in Right. Game. They keep they keep explaining her away by saying she's got to go deal with other planets. She uh rescued Iron Man and then she rescued everybody when she blew up those ships that were bombing them. Uh, and other than that, she shows up on a phone call. Yeah. She gets well, punched she went, by Thanos. She went to the garden and helped kill Thanos. Oh, she did, didn't yeah. she? I forgot about that scene. But the what was satisfying about that is that uh, it seemed like the writers and directors understood, like, we need to resolve these characters that have been around for 21 movies before we the let original them be out, yeah, yeah. By outshined by... It was definitely their movie. I appreciated the way they did the end credits for them. Oh, yeah, that's they, cool. Yeah, with their signatures, yeah. their autographs on it. They them. each got their moments, yeah. Yeah, that was nice. So it's I definitely a movie for the original six, and I would say it's de- it's a good it's a good <laughs> ending for their storylines. Even you though go. apparently we've got the Asgardians of the galaxy to look forward to. Yeah, I'm so into that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it should be good. Yeah, but um, but I I don't know what to do about Black Widow's upcoming film. What do we? I'm excited because I think it's going to be like a spy movie, (coughs) like a spy movie, like when she was like working, yeah, prequel where she's like working for Russia. Maybe who knows? They should have released this nine years ago. In the in the books, doesn't Wolverine get her out? So now they own X Men. Can't they just have that story where Wolverine saves 
Black Widow from her life of spy drudgery. Bethy, as a redhead. I know. Let's hear from the redhead. Please, this woman is not a redhead. And I agree with Tyler. I think this is like back tracking. And, Listen. And, and I, we don't care for her anyway. She's a medium character. I like no? She is. She's just a no, medium she's character. Remember character. when she came in? Mm-hmm. She's great. Look, I was endeared to her in this movie and she was very sweet and all that stuff, but she's always been a B character. No, she's not. Now she's getting... She's, a film by she's one of the original six. She's a human know, person she's, she's who is fighting monsters with yeah. no suit on. Right. Thanks, Tony Stark. Why didn't he make her one? Yeah, he made, he made one for a freaking Pepper uh, Potts pepper to Pots. show up for 20 minutes. That was she's weird. been there the whole time with electric bracelets and a pistol. Yeah. Fighting that <laughs> blue horn monster girl. I agree. That's the problem with the MCU. It's like at this point, if you're, na- if you're an Avenger, you should have a suit. Yeah, Spider like, Man got a suit. I know. I'm sure, striking to cool get one. my suit. Yeah, it's funny, too, because you realize that, like, oh, someone must have been, presumably, Tony making these small upgrades for everybody. Like, look, I made you a new shock bracelet. Look, Cap, now your uh, shield comes right back to your wrist with your magnet. In Ultron, they have a shot of, like, his magnets. Uh I'm like, homie, you made Spider-Man's suit overnight, it seems, like in uh, Civil War. That thing shows up so fast, and, and it's super sophisticated. And he gave him a, a nano suit in, in um, Infinity War. And then how great was it to see the uh, payoff of that joke in Homecoming, where oh. Spider-Man's learning the suit, and he's like, yeah. kill mode is yeah. activated. Yeah, and he's like, oh, my God. kill mode. Yeah. Yeah. And then he uses it in this movie. And those yeah. legs were start poking sure were instant yeah. killing, just so stabbing people. How did... Point being that the original six, this was their the conclusion their of their swan story. Song. How yeah. did we feel about the way that their stories were carried through this? Well, we got I, Captain Marvel on some other planet. Yeah, forget her. And we've yeah. got War Machine around, but the original six are really doing the heavy lifting. So let's let's go through them. Yeah, Hawkeye. Uh, I was very shocked to see Marvel. Wham wham wham. Um, uh, or not wham wham wham. <laughs> what's the what's the sound I should make? Snooty snooty snooty. I've read comic books. And uh, in the comic books, Hawkeye takes on the mantle of this character called Ronan, yeah. which is a really uh, great thing that happens in the comic books. Yeah. He's a but vigilante character. Yeah, he's kind of like a ninja he's vigilante. Mm, Batman. Way cooler than Hawkeye, basically. Kind of like Deadpool. <laughs> no, I don't. Sure. Yeah. He's, he's going he to wears Japan a mask. He's, he's got a yeah. sword. Killing yeah, he's just gangsters. a big old killer. So I was very surprised to see that that was incorporated into the movie. In fact, yeah. I had a conversation with Abby uh, where apparently she had it was it because you had seen the trailer? Yep. Yeah, he's in the trailer. I so she saw the trailer and she had remembered reading those comic books and she was like, "Hey, remember when Hawkeye was that other guy?" And I was like, "Ronan?" She was like, "Yeah, you think that'll ever be in the movie?" And I was like, "No." And she was like, "I, I was think like, it really." <laughs> she's like maybe it will be and I was like I still wasn't putting it together was I was like, like there's absolutely no way <laughs> it seems so far-fetched to me I was like when when will they ever turn him into that character I was like maybe later after but anyway that was neat yeah, yeah. I feel like that made it, sense too in Endgame the writers and producers did a lot of work to to tie in a lot of these extra threads that are available for these characters yeah, and what it, it made it, in the context of the movie, it made a lot. I thought that beginning with uh, Clint and the, his family. Oh, because the, the moment you the see his moment family, you see his foot like, oh, and the ankle brace, yeah, you're like, "Here we go, here yeah. it comes." Yeah, but you got Clint off being Ronin, but then we're also with these other characters, like, "Oh, send Captain back so we can see what's her name, and send Tony back so we can see his dad." 
It's all these loose threads that they're oh, like. Oh, Peggy yeah, Carter. And you know yeah, what? Like, what's let's her name? Out, let's figure out what's her name. <laughs> Peggy She's Carter. She's got one movie that she actually really appears in. Uh, and yeah. she got herself yeah. a show. She got and a TV she show. Got a lot of these characters <laughs> have something like throwbacks to their backstories. Yeah, and that was really cool writing too because they, there's a whole lot of stuff that you're just screwed if you haven't seen the movies. Right. But the the movie did do a lot of work to contextualize certain payoffs within, mm. within its own. Natalie Portman room. shows up. Yep, Matt Natalie Portman shows up. I thought it was great that they had that moment where Steve in the scene that Tyler mentions where they're back in time. He sees a picture of himself as scrawny Steve and he sees Peggy through the blinds, through the blinds, um, which we, you know, if you pay attention, you don't necessarily need that. But for the context of this movie to work on on to some degree. Yeah, it gave people who only knew this movie a payoff at the end. I remember you said the same thing about Cat picking up the hammer. Because they have Thor. Well, no, because even in this movie, it's self-contained because Thor goes back, talks to his mom, totally from the future. And then he calls it and he says, I am still worthy so that you can understand why Cap can pick it up in this movie, even if you don't remember that awesome little bit in Ultron. That's smart writing. They're they're trying to do a little bit of work to not make it feel ham-fisted. Because, you know, in movies like this, the the exposition starts to pile up and we always make jokes on the show. It's like, oh, that character exists to tell you why stuff's happening. But this movie somehow floated without feeling like there was forced exposition every step of It was so much movement but it felt so rewarding like there was nothing that was just thrown in there for the sake of being thrown in there Hulk had to make the joke about taking the stairs when he got at the bottom he messed up the plan and then Loki picked up it was all so tied together so cleverly or even like that the only exposition we got to get us ready for Ronan was just that little conversation between War Machine and Black Widow and they didn't even say his name like they just like you just had to say it in the movie yeah they just say like hey what has he done now Where's it? And you need to find out where he's going. And you know because of the way that Black they Widow's talking. Like, did they? Oh, they, I didn't miss that. I thought they were just talking it's about Barton. Barton, him. Right, <laughs> old Bartlett. <laughs> old Bartlett. That's his kids. Barton. That reminds me. I think that the Black Widow movie is going to be whatever happened in Budapest that those two keep talking about. That Which was a great was, reference a, from the original movie. Yeah, the, the, the original Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, that's the. I want to see that movie. There were a lot of uh, the original Avengers. No, <laughs> yeah, the, Buda, the Budapest Black Widow it, movie. You like it? Yeah, I've yeah, never seen it. A, Is it good? You want a Renner Black Widow joint? Renner that would be good. Johansson. Yeah, that would be a good time. The uh, the amount of subtle lines like that that work in the context of the movie, but that are callbacks to earlier movies like the Budapest line, the exchange between Cap and Bucky when he's leaving, and he says, "Don't do anything stupid until I get back." Oh, you're taking mm-hmm. all the stupid with you, which is in the first Avenger. Or Sam, I'm on your left. I'm on your left, which is reference to Winter Soldier. It felt like every every step of the way, you were getting <laughs> as a fan patted on the back for mm-hmm. paying attention. <laughs> yeah, well done. You have watched 21 movies. Well, all of you do. You didn't waste work. your time, <laughs> Bethy. How did you feel that way, Bethy? Mm-hmm. Yep. Did I feel like it was a payoff? Here's the thing. I was not picking up on everything. <laughs> so, but I think I got some of the stuff. You had some but very good questions that you whispered at an appropriate level in the movie theater. Thank you. Can you tell us like any of her questions? I think she said, wait, why can Cap pick that up? Yeah, I was confused about why. Josiah and I, friend of the podcast, Josiah DePauli, were sat near each other, and both of us lost our stinking minds when Cat picked it up. Very satisfying. I yelled. I was so happy. There's a scene scene in Age of Ultron where they're all sitting around, and Thor is explaining who can wield the hammer. 
Yeah. Only those who are worthy enough to to lead Asgard can pick up the hammer. And so they all take turns. Not even the Hulk can pick it up. He tries oh, yeah. to pick it up in the oh, original yeah. Avengers, and he just breaks through the floor because it. <laughs> right, but none of them can pick it up except when Steve Rogers tries it. It slightly nudges. Oh yeah, that's right. And I it kind of leaves you to believe that maybe he was faking his. Because he concedes very quickly and Aww. smiles as if to... And Thor is startled by it. Yeah, he's like, oh, God. So it's very rewarding when he wants to th- picks up the hammer in this. Yeah, and Thor just goes, I knew it! Yeah, <laughs> and he it must be very that intuitive, Thor. this hammer, because he immediately starts calling down lightning and swinging it around. Oh, wasn't yeah, that yeah, so freaking cool? I know, you that was it. confusing to me, where I was like, And then he I'm held sorry, it and what? he said the thing. When everyone came out, oh, when he said, he he said the thing, said man, it's yeah. been 22 movies Remember waiting the, for him to say the thing. The beginning, yeah, he says, <laughs> Avengers the <laughs> thing, he, man. Only he's allowed to say it. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, Avengers what is Assemble. it? Avengers uh, Assemble, man. He said it. At the it end so of good. Ultron, he stands up to the new recruits and he says, Avengers, and they cut him. Yeah, with his mouth little. opening to yeah. say the second word. Yeah, yeah. right. That's and, and the fact that the, he doesn't say it in the first movie was noteworthy enough that I remember several journalists were asking Joss Whedon, like, why doesn't he say Avengers Assemble? Why doesn't he say? And he was just like, well, let give us a second. It's just the first movie. And they spent most of the first movie just trying to cooperate, let alone like being right. awesome team. They spent a lot of time fighting each other. Even I, uh, in, in uh, Ultron, there's still uh, obviously a lot of movies passed between Ultron and Infinity War. But in Ultron, they're still not terribly close. There's friendships within the team. Obviously, Natasha and Clint are very close. But they're still referring to each other as like last names, and uh, there's a sense that like, oh well, we're we're working together, but we aren't like yeah. And they have that new dynamic of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch being there, so it kind of throws new yeah. characters into that. And they're got already tense. Yeah, they got those bad accents. Well, they were villains at first. Yeah, yeah, they were. They so only they only joined the fight against Ultron when they realized Ultron was trying to destroy the world. Right. That's Clint- a good reason to fight someone. Back to Clint. He had a great story. Yep. Ronan yeah. was great. Oh, yeah. his, his family dynamic thing was cool. His scene in Vormir with, uh, to get the soul stone with yeah. the red skull just being like, man, I spend most of my life so bored out here. This is the best day watching <laughs> yeah. these guys fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just floating around yeah. in my magic cape. <laughs> that was a, another great moment for um, Natasha because he knows her dad's name and she never met her dad. That was cool. That was, yeah, yeah like, and the way that we understood... Yeah. That they were learning the seriousness of it was in that review. Again, quality writing. Yeah. Wait, wait, I missed it. Wait, she. So she, they show up, and yeah. Red Skull always says hello, blah blah blah. Natasha, yeah. da- daughter yeah, of daughter Ivan. of Ivan, and she was like, "Shoots, man, how do you know my dad's name? Oh, I didn't was? know." Him. She never knew her dad. Well, we learn because she understands then that he must be serious about what they have to do. And Hawkeye isn't convinced. He's like, "You think just because he knew your daddy's name?" And she's like, "I didn't." Which then also compounds the stuff that she's uh, so willing to sacrifice her own life for this family because it reminds us again, she never had one. And this is her family, so she'll do whatever it takes to get them back. Uh, whatever it takes, they kept saying Whatever that. it takes. That was their mantra. Was but very sweet. Even so, we will not honor her with a memorial because we are book no. solid on we got I know, that was scene. bizarre. We got a quick scene with Renner and Olsen standing by the lake later. Hulk threw a yeah, bench. they were bummed. They were bummed. <laughs> Hulk threw sure. that bench. Hulk threw a bench. It absolutely ruined their <laughs> afternoon. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably even maybe like they'd already done that funeral. We couldn't see it. That'll be in the next movie. But her story concludes with a cut to the five other Avengers standing on that dock alone. So it's like, oh, there's obviously one man, one 
Avenger missing here. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Good save. Good save. <laughs> One teammate. One yeah. team person. Yeah. <laughs> One Avenge person. <laughs> One Avenge her. That, uh, the payoff of that scene, I thought that, that the way that the scene was choreographed for them to fight over who was going to die actually physically fight over who was going to have to die yeah. in Vormir yeah. was done really well because uh, the whole time it was happening I was like I have it I could really be anyone it could be either one yeah. yeah but I think that they made the right choice because all of us if we had watched Hawkeye fall we were already prepared for his death in Ultron they did that that bait and switch on us in oh, Ultron. Yeah, yeah. And so we were prepared for him to die because he's you no know, he, he's he spiraled out of control, you know, he lost his family, he lost his morals. Let him die. We wouldn't be so sad, right? <laughs> this is an honorable way for him to go. Right. At this point, what's he got himself. to lose? Like, right. he's already at rock bottom. So if he's like, okay. Literally, he could go <laughs> yeah. rock bottom. Right. Rock bo- he could go rock bottomer. <laughs> but seeing her fall to her death hurts a lot more. Yeah, because yeah. we she was struggling the whole time in the movie. She was one of the only ones still in the office trying to get things going. Eating that sad sandwich. She, yeah. she became the new moral center. Yeah. 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 And we know that Natasha cares deeply for the Bartons having seen that she's not just Clint's friend in Ultron. She's aunt Nat. Right. And, uh, and they love her and she loves them. So it seemed like the weight of his family, his off screen dusted family kind of weighed heavily on that scene. Cause part of you is going, Oh my gosh, this is awful, but he's trying to get his family back. But she, you know, like has, isn't the one who went crazy and started killing Japanese mafia or whatever he was. Right. Doing. He's got to deal with that when his family get undusted. Yeah. So it's, that was really that was, was really good. good running. Yeah, yeah, that was a good scene. And it gave Natasha like a hero's send off yeah. that was tragic, but also like uh, I disagree with uh, Bethany because I like women more than Bethany does. So okay, listen, I have a question. What? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> Wait, I really can't. Wait. Um, well, if you think of it, it was about Black Widow. Sure. Was it about <gasps> crap? How her blonde had grown out. Not. No. I would have guessed more than that in Gosh, five years. I had a real question. So back there, you you made it. You had an attack on Black Widow by saying that's not a real. What you mean is Scarlett Johansson's not a real redhead, but Black Widow is, is a real canonically redhead. a redhead. Oh, I think I was going to ask something about her in the canon book or the in the comics. comic books. What about her? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> that sounds like it was pretty important. Dang, so I'm sure about come back. that. So about we, her falling through. Feel- oh, is that? Is that from the comic book? Sorry. Her dying like that? And yeah. Does she die in the comic books? No. no. Okay. Well, are we off, See, off script here? By now in Endgame, we're off script? That's somewhere. the thing I'm wondering. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, all the all this stuff is like loosely based on there is an Infinity Gauntlet. Thanos is real. Yeah. He does. The snap is Wait, real. There yeah, is he has, that. yeah, he has like his children, like Squidward and, mm-hmm. you know, fake Hulk or whatever sure. their names are. Squidward <laughs> is his children? No, well, not they call like they, they he call steals them well, from like other races and like abuses them. Like Nebula and Gamora are his daughters. Right. Yeah. But even when he even when he was. conquers a new people, he says, "Be blessed. You are now children of Thanos. Even in death, you or whatever." Yeah. Sanctified. Yeah. I just was wondering how much of this was from the actual comic books. It's mostly Close. just ideas and concepts, and every yeah. now and then there's a touchdown that's like, "Hey, cool! That's exactly like okay. like w- even when Drax turned into cubes and what's her name Antenna Girl Mantis turned into like a like she'd been spiralized <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or whatever, like a like a zoodle. Curly um, fry. 
that's like that's an actual bit that's like drawn out in one of the comic books where like he does that with the reality stone. Mm. Okay. Which explains why that moment seems so silly all of a sudden. Right. Yeah, you're like, oh, he's like, that, 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 like an evil was, tyrant. That was better than the that? bubble gun. Yeah. Why do why do he zoodle her? So we feel good about Hawkeye. We feel good about Black Widow. Yeah. How did you guys feel about the reveal shot of Banner as Smart Hulk? Smart Hulk. Man, I loved it. Is that yeah. real? I Is laughed. that in the comic books? That Professor Hulk, the, man. That, it does happen in the comic books that eventually Banner and the Hulk learn to cooperate to the degree that he's like a functioning normal Hulk man. Yeah. <laughs> so where did, does Hulk say, I'm just going to take a back seat then? The Hulk personality? It's kind of, uh, well, in the comic books, there's like a, it happens the other way around where the Hulk takes the front seat and uses Banner's intellect. So he's like a smart Hulk, but Banner has been relegated to the back of Hulk, uh, wow. the consciousness. Right. This movie, they flip it, and yeah. Banner has subsumed the Hulk. Which in, which turned out for a good bit when he had to smash, you know, in the That was really <laughs> funny. When he ripped his shirt yeah. off, it was a bit it's gratuitous. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he was eating that, in that car. like five-gallon bucket of hulka hulka burning fudge ice cream. That was one of the better, that was, nice. that was one of the funniest parts, too, when they kids were taking pictures with him and he's like you want a picture of me and I, i'm ant-man yeah, yeah. Like, that was on. so realistic that it pained me i, like, I yeah. could imagine that actual interaction right. where he was like come on he's saying he wants it no he doesn't want he's like take the goddamn <laughs> I, I i liked the hulk storyline although we started with edward norton now we're here with with yeah, uh, but who, Mark no Ruffalo. one remembers. Yeah, Norton but who cares about that? Why didn't he get back together with Black Widow? Like that was a bummer to me. I thought there'd be some kind of Kim Kim. Well, he's hulky. He's hulky now. Yeah, yeah but yeah, she just only Benner, Benner, logistically, how would that work? She only like Benner, whatever. Not Benner, Banner. <laughs> Banner. Banner. <laughs> yeah, but that is Banner. He's just swole yeah, that's just I'm so saying. swole and like, green he was there why didn't they get a little bit of a little love no, I mean there was there was that like moment of like when they said hello to each other because they haven't seen Infinity each other in War. forever yeah but it's almost like Infinity the writers Wonder. of this movie were like yeah Joss Whedon developed a romance for these two but we don't have time for it so we're just gonna move right well, past he was it. a Hulk what can they do like, there's no romance there yeah but they can do yeah. it Tony, Tony we has got that praying mantis people and all that crap <laughs> If the fall didn't kill her, sex with sex with, <laughs> oh, sex with a Hulk would really kill you. They, they can cuddle, godly. In, in Age of Ultron, <laughs> that, he yeah, has that line where holding. he's like, "You guys better not it's be playing hide the zucchini." <laughs> I get it. Yeah, yeah, because he's green. And Big green. P.S. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, we didn't. Well, yeah, gotta sure. put that explicitly <laughs> on this penis. No, we're gonna get that red E from iTunes. We can say penis three times, so no one else is allowed to. I oh, got all you, three. You okay. used them all up. <laughs> so Hulk uh, is no longer super hulky in this movie. He doesn't really Angry. do a lot of Hulk smashing. Right, right. Which I didn't even notice, but apparently after the fact, I heard a couple people complain. They, they must have been smash. huge Hulk fans. Yeah. I mean, I I love the fact that he did that ridiculous little one like and I think there was a moment where it's like he hurt his hand like he smashed the car and then he shook his hand a bit like it hurt I'm like yeah. what are you doing man you're stronger than that I heard the same thing too that people were mad that he wasn't smashing up and the guys next to me were like well he didn't re- he kind of smashed something <laughs> oh, that was for them that's the measure of yeah. quality you didn't get much um, screen time during the big battle at the end he was injured so maybe that's why oh, I, that's yeah. right yeah because he had snapped 
How did he get injured? I forgot. He he snapped. snapped and it burned his hand oh, all yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, thanks. I mean, this was a yeah. true team effort, but thanks for that, Banner, by the way, for being the only one who could snap bring back half the universe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good job, dude. Seems <laughs> significant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was building to this. Yeah. Uh, back. Let's uh, sidetrack back to a small question mark. WTH. <laughs> so it seemed like a lot of work went into desi- designing the faux gauntlet that can immediately adjust its own size by adding mass to itself so that sure. the Hulk can wear it. It's nanotech. I'm fine. You know, I've, I've bought into that long, long ago. But they were going on about how it's like being held in a chamber. They're like, oh, this is really important. We built this. This is it, you know. And then, uh, but apparently Tony's iron, normal Iron Man suit can do the exact same thing. Yeah. Maybe he <laughs> secretly built that in as a failsafe. They, well, that, that was the while he was building the other one. Too. The nanotech was too. moving the stones to his hand. But right. I think that he was doing it because he had no option. Yeah. Right. They were a lot. They didn't want to touch it because none of them could handle it. If they tried to touch it, it was going to blow them up. Yeah, even if they tried to just hold or touch a single stone. Well, to put, remember the power stone was, all but blew so up much, Star-Lord? It wasn't so much touching it. It was having your hand in the glove when that it, that it initiated the power. Right. right, that's when you get yeah. like the rainbow lightning up yeah. your arm. Yeah, I mean, it was a great moment, so I'm not complaining, but yeah. I did think for a second. Yeah. Oh, you know, I was like thinking to myself. I think Patrick's right, though. The stones are so volatile. I was thinking to myself, is, do you think Hulk is right-handed or left-handed? Because putting that glove on his right hand was a bad idea. <laughs> Thanos had it on his left hand the whole time, knowing very well that it could it could mess him up. That way, yeah, he's going to need hand. his his hand. Yeah, he just had to learn how to snap with his left hand. Not but it must have felt that, weird. Thanos. Yeah. I can't do it. See, Bethany legitimately can't do it. Never have been Look able at that. to. A day in my Either life. hand, I'm gauntleted up. You're just like Thanos. Sure. Yeah, you're prepared. I'm ready. I think Thanos had a point. So that was the Hulk. Uh, his presence in the movie was satisfying. He was mostly. He was, for all intents and purposes, Banner, but we got to see him be all green. Yeah. And then Mark well, Ruffalo was got. It. Mark Ruffalo was in a visual effect for the whole movie because yeah. even when he was disembodied Poor Ruffalo, Ruffalo yeah. he was still a visual effect. Yeah. But but for Infinity War, we didn't get to see him be Hulk at all. And for this movie, he was Hulk all time. Yep. We got to see him right at the very beginning on Thor's ship. We get beat up. Yeah. Yep. Didn't all smash anything. He got so those guys were probably mad about two movies where he didn't smash anything. Are you kidding me? <laughs> two movies he didn't smash anything? Uh, All right. So Hulk, I feel good about Hulk. Yeah. Well, now he's just still Professor Hulk, yeah. smart Hulk. He's still in the universe. Still got a burnt up arm. Yeah. I honestly, I have no complaints about, I've only seen it once. So after I see it six times or something, maybe I'll change my tune. But I don't think I really have any complaints about the movie. It was su- such a deeply satisfying experience that... I left on a cloud, you know. I was oh, like, yeah. hooray for life, and I floated out of the theater. But uh, part of me in real time was not conflicted or complaining, but at least curious about this the notion of Thor as Lebowski throughout the movie. Cause it seemed Are we on like, Thor now? Yeah, oh, moving okay. on to Thor. Total it seemed Lebowski. like an interesting decision to like turn Thor into a uh, schlub. Grieving, right. grieving broken man. Yeah, because his grief is even, except for the conversation with his mom, and not even all of it, it's played for humor the in, through the entire movie. Even like when he <laughs> does that hilarious speech to explain the ether yeah. right. in the conference room. Yeah. He's like talking about really traumatic stuff, but we're supposed to laugh at it, and right. we do. And they're like, okay, buddy, let's sit down. It's a well, weird sludge. Don't call it a stone. When <laughs> so Banner mentioned Thanos in, in New Asgard, he, he got upset and became serious. 
Yeah, Thor is interesting. In when this Korg one. is like, like, we don't say that name. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he's the one in the movie that seems to have like suffered and experienced the most loss of anybody. Like his both of his parents are dead. His brother's dead. His dead. His brother's dead. He but became he, king. Lost half of the people yeah, in the kingdom right. instantly. Ragnarok. He, 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 loses, he loses his kingdom his, in Ragnarok. The, he's right. lived uh, for a thousand years. And but he saved open, all the people. They, yeah, but and they then they opened Infinity right. War. Yeah, they with half his kill people. Half the people. Yeah, yeah. and had, then he had a chance his to best stop friend snap. Heimdall died. He found out he had a sister and had to kill her. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. been. He lost an eye. He could have. He's he been was the one who could have stopped the snap and then missed. Right. Right. So he's like. Right. He's just out of his mind. Which upset. is why he I very quickly decapitates. Right. I appreciated right. that that opening scene where they go and they kill Thanos so quickly. I appreciated oh, that a that lot. I thought that was good writing. Too. But he had, be, he had to be fat. No, no, no. I appreciated bef- before that, before the five-year jump. Before year, the five-year jump. Yeah, so right. they go to the garden and they kill Thanos in the hut. I appreciated how that played out because it's like, yeah, Captain Marvel could could beat him up and Hulk in the suit could take him and then Thor but there's people my point is what I'm trying to get at that when Infinity War ends and he's like you should have gone for the head there's a a whole world started picking the movie apart by saying why didn't they cut off his head why didn't they just cut off his arm why didn't they just why didn't Star-Lord not be a weenie on yeah why didn't Star-Lord yeah why didn't their 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 plan to just all pull his arms and tag team him at once yep could have worked well, they did all of that. They addressed the whole world's Cut criticism. his hand off, cut his head off. Yeah. Cut his arm off, cut his head yeah. off. Everybody pulls the limbs in different directions. Uh-huh. They did all of that in the opening scene. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was right, still too little, now. too late. Yeah. yeah, we've done that. Now we're going to do the thing that Doctor Strange saw that actually worked I got because of that rat. Great anecdote about that problem. You know, that, that harrowing scene in Infinity War where they're close to removing the gauntlet and Quill ruins it for everybody? Yeah. Which I, I believed from the first viewing. It seemed to me... Quill in character for Im- Quill, yeah, his imperfections that made a lot of sense. He was, and it worked so good in the movie. It's great. Yeah. Quill's pretty close to Thanos by being romantically involved with Gamora. Yeah, so yeah. it could have been his in-law, and uh, it's, so, it's his father-in-law. Yeah. We're, we're watching uh, this right right before Endgame comes out. Mike sitting next to me in the movie room, and. As they're pulling off the gauntlet, I hear Mike beside me going, ah, just a little more. He's like talking to the movie. I'm like, dude, you've seen it like five times. He's like, I'm just thinking maybe this. (laughs) (laughs) So invested. Yeah. But it's it's clever writing with the Thor thing because Thor, remember he blasts in Infinity War, Thanos blasts him with the power of all the stones and he cuts right through it and hits him with it. Yeah. He was like going to easily defeat him. With the right. axe? Yeah, with, the, yeah, the movie, but he's yeah. so uh, out of it, Thanos almost kills him with his own axe. He's, uh, yeah. yeah. He's just winded. It's <laughs> just yeah. hard, man. Yeah. So that's, like, that's just clever writing, I think, to like take away the ace in the hole they How have. do you feel about Thor's whole character development in Endgame. I loved it so much. It was so funny. I also really liked that they brought the guys from Ragnarok and they were like, what's the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> cool, <good mix. laughs> or whatever. Thor, that kid's called me a dickhead again. <laughs> it was so Did funny. Did anyone notice that Meek, the bug creature, had slices of pizza yeah. in all its arms? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like one in its mandibles and one on each arm. It was awesome. I just think those characters are so funny. They're and my I favorite. Think, I think Thor is the most, oddly, I think what was so artistic about it was that he was the most human in his response. Because he's supposed to be the god. Yep. Yeah, he's the yeah. god, and yeah, he's so human in his response. And I was like, oh, that's so beautiful that he's the one we're all like, yeah, I totally get it. That would suck, and you would eat pizza and 
be sad and you know all that stuff and everyone else is like come on you know and he's just like i tired i don't know he he brought good like emotional gravity and realism i think to the i agree the film i agree and that uh the image of hulk and rocket in the back of a truck riding up to new oh, yeah. was so great. funny matt so was good. peeing in his pants i, heard that I, I missed it i didn't think it was that funny but. No, i thought that was hilarious because they're he's so big and he's so little <laughs> <laughs> and the it's dragging on the road it's fucking <laughs> Oh, with you, man. I was laughing really hard. <laughs> it's really funny. There's a, uh, I agree with Bethy. There's an exchange in Infinity War that to me is one of the more emotional moments in the movie for, for two reasons. If you uh, are remembering Guardians 2 and Rocket's uh, character arc and from going to like, I'm being a piece of crap on purpose because I don't know how to let people love me. It's essentially Rocket's story. Mm-hmm. And it resolves by him learning to accept that even in his flaws, his family will yeah. love him. Which is a beautiful story. But he has none of them in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Now, so now Rockets, uh, he's in a ca- kind of a precarious situation as a, in Infinity War because he's separated from everybody. And he's done this whole bit where he's like, oh, I'm, he's like jokingly saying he's the captain. Mm-hmm. And he realizes that Thor is like emotionally unhinged before they go to uh, yeah. get the weapon. And he's like, oh, time to be the captain. So he has to go back there and have this conversation with Thor where he's like, so your brother, he said, dead brother, huh? That's got to be annoying. (laughs) (laughs) And Thor is like choking back tears, trying to explain that, oh, I'll be fine. It'll help me fight. And so it's almost like slightly played for laughs, but there's like a, oh, dang, man, Thor's in a bad spot. And Rocket understands that. This guy, I don't think this guy's doing okay. <laughs> right. We got a big job ahead of us. So I, I liked that they sent them on a mission together in this movie it, again. Yeah. It was almost like, that was too good. We have to have them go right. off. Yeah. And He's joined in the Guardians now. Right. Because in Guardians, Rocket's drunk and yeah. like unstable. And now Rocket's like, for the love of God. <laughs> Just get it together. Long I like enough. that he shamed Tony Stark and said, you're only a genius on Earth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of scenes where it was Rocket, Banner, and Stark yeah. together, and I said, "That's that's great. That that's because because we know Rock, yeah, Rocket can. Yeah, he just needs that guy's leg." Bethy, what were you gonna say? <laughs> I was just gonna say I thought it was funny because he always calls him Rabbit. Rabbit, <laughs> yeah. and I yeah. thought that was nice. And then when they were in Asgard, all the Asgardian guards were like, "You gotta <laughs> catch that rabbit!" <laughs> oh, I thought that was so funny. Like, that's weird that <laughs> they got funny looking rabbits in Asgard. <laughs> I just think it's a great they had a great dynamic in was it in Guardians 2 where Thor and Rocket were like that was in Infinity War War. when they go when they go build his new hammer yeah yeah I guess with the giant dwarf Peter Dinklage (laughs) I like giant yeah I thought that was clever I was like yeah look it is dwarves but he's a giant (laughs) you have to start by (laughs) hand boy (laughs) he's the worst part of Infinity War Poor Thor, though, man. He really did go through the worst of it. Now that we're talking about it, his whole storyline is just full It's of awful. It's so tragic. No, I mean... He comes out all right. He gets a braid in his beard. That's true. Right. He, he, he picks up his weapons and the lightning braids his beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> comes out with <laughs> tiny lightning tendrils. I thought for sure he was going to be like sudden weight loss by the, the last big scene. So I kind of kept waiting for them to like whatever. So I appreciated I, yeah. that they just... I'm they glad kept he was him, still fat. Yeah. They kept him like chubby. I thought... He didn't oh, they'll just... Beard. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought they were just gonna suck his gut in or something, you right. know, be like, but well, that, he just whatever. He'd walk out all like muscly and yeah, shaven. Yeah, I again. thought I was yeah. waiting for it. That whole aesthetic though of being the big giant Viking type. Yeah. Overweight. Swat guy. Swat guy. That's yeah. like 
that's it's hot. that's aesthetically correct for a store. That's a historical right. accuracy. They're eating all kinds of yeah. meat and drinking mead. His mom's only <laughs> to eat a salad. Yeah, that yeah. was funny. Rene Russo showed up. Yeah, man, the amount of big stars that were willing to, I mean, willing, like it's a bad move, but you know how stars get finicky about like, I'm not going to do a cameo in this stupid Robert Redford came into the man. scene for yeah. Endgame. the one scene. I think he's a sweetie, though. I don't think he struggled going on there. I think he was probably like, sure, I'm bored. Robert I know, Redford? I was touched by yeah. it. I was I like, good for him. I thought the old man of the gun was supposed to be his last That's film. That's what I'm Here saying. He Maybe, yeah, he so Maybe he shot this before. Maybe This is his no, real this, <laughs> this is his last film. It's a Marvel movie. Hey, when speaking of Robert Redford in and how often this movie touches on moments we've seen before, you essentially just go revisit the other movies. Yeah. At least uh, the original Avengers, Guardians and Dark World. And uh there's the scene in the elevator which is actually a callback not to the original Avengers but to Winter Soldier mm-hmm. Winter where Soldier. the same exact characters in the elevator with Cap and you have this fantastic scene Amazing where he fight. fights everyone. And you're like, oh, we're about to do that Let's again. Do it cool, again. I'll watch it yeah. again. And then <laughs> Cap does the Hail Hydra, it's which brilliant. do a, a nerd deep dive in the comic books. Right. Briefly. They just came out with yeah. the fact that he was a Hydra agent all this time. And people were furious. Who yeah. was a Hydra agent? Cap. Steve Rogers. They had him be a sleeper Hydra agent since World War II. And people lost not- their freaking minds about it. I'm like, y'all, it's Yeah, they pretend. had to undo it. it was, they were yeah. spoofing. They had to undo it. And it was revealed the same way where he leans over to someone and says, Hell Hydra. So it's in a subtle, a very subtle way, almost like they're like, nah, this is, he's using it for right. good. Yeah. To, and it was funny the way that he, like, he was so smart and the whole, like, didn't have to fight. Admiring anymore. his yeah. own buttocks. That was, <laughs> yeah. that was a joyful moment. I don't know everyone. how I felt about Cap fighting Cap. That was cool. I was yeah. into it. Because yeah. young Cap was like, I could do this all day, which is great. Because like, we know like, that old Cap's like, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. That I, was brilliant. I, I appreciated the elevator scene when it opened up and they're all standing in there. Yeah. Like, oh, I remember this. That was, yeah. Because <laughs> even even though we didn't see the fight again, it reminded me, man, one time in my life I saw that fight and it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad that I know about that fight. Bethy, yeah. did you remember the elevator scene? No. Okay. All right. I, uh, <laughs> I, I did some prerequisite work before going into. Yeah, game. you did. You kept texting us about all the movies you were and watching, finding all these these. He's like, hey, in this one, all these threads that were continuing. Yeah. So I watched uh, Avengers. I watched Winter Soldier, Civil War, um, obviously Infinity War, Ultron, and then I also watched Ant Man versus the Wasp. And every single one of those was relevant. To well, this it's one. not verses. They don't fight. Ant Man and, and, and the, the Wasp. Wasp. Yeah. They don't. They didn't compete. you? Didn't you say that in the little, first Avengers, t- when the aliens come out, Tony says we're in the Endgame? No, that's in Ultron. Ultron. Oh, Ultron. Sorry. He's talking okay. about Avengers and he okay. says that up there, that's the Endgame. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. He's re- like, so we can deal with all this Earth stuff, but because he's saying aliens coming out of right. the sky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Because that messed him up. And he said, "I need to build a suit of armor around, around the, world, the world," which he said again in this movie, yeah. right? Yeah. So Thor, he by the end, <laughs> back to Thor. Thor has the big battle at the end with everyone else, and it's kind of satisfying, like you guys were saying, to say that, or, or like Patrick brought up. By the end of Infinity War, he's almost at Captain Marvel status. He's got a weapon that can somehow blast through the Infinity Stones. And Thor. Thor does. That's because in Ragnarok, he discovered he was the son of Thunder and had all these powers that he God wasn't. Thund- God of yeah, Thunder. so we know that he's stronger than what? Captain Marvel God of at his best. God of Thunder, not son. <laughs> Sons no, of son Thunder of Odin. is a different story. Right? Yeah. Days of Thunder, Tom Cruise. That's a good yeah. one. So it's, Go he, ahead, Patrick. He's stronger than Captain Marvel at his best in Infinity War. The God because, of Thunder. Yeah, the God of Thunder. Because one... Uh, 
stone punched Captain Marvel out in this movie. Yeah, she couldn't he, take it. He she briefly removes take the power stone. It's he the, take the power stone. Yeah, the power stone. He puts it in his other hand and hits her, and yeah. she flies out, out of frame. You're yeah. saying Thor could take that punch? Yeah, he took all of them at once. Remember in Infinity no, War he when he threw, comes? He threw the hammer through it. I mean, the yeah. axe through it. Yeah, yeah, but he but controls he the axe. But he controls the axe. I suppose. <laughs> what do you mean? Suppose you saw him control the axe. <laughs> he calls it. Uh, yeah, but that's like. I don't know if it's quite the same as his, his ability to throw an axe. That's an easy through the. Do you remember the axe stone and rainbow? The... Nope. <laughs> I don't. I couldn't remember when he said, "Oh, but I get that." Don't touch my axe or something. And I was like, "I feel like." I remember <clears throat> what happened? His ability to throw the axe does not equal his ability to take a punch to the face. I do. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Uh, I, I want do. everyone listening at home to know that uh, throughout the recording of this podcast, Matt Hughes has gotten up about eight times to go pee. I have got up twice to go pee. <laughs> I'm very hydrated. I drank a large amount of coffee because, as always, it's quite late. And I also had a, I've had a, a fizzy water and a 16-ounce a glass of water. So How did you get a th- through a three-hour movie? <clears throat> That's what I was going to say. You know this. I can tell you my tactic if you want to hear it. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> I squeeze real hard. <laughs> tied in a knot. I bought a clothespin with me. Just dehydrate yourself? I've yeah, heard this I didn't drink anything after 6 p.m. As much as I've heard people discussing elements of the movie, I've heard them discussing whether or not they did or didn't pee yeah. during the runtime of the movie or if they were going to be able to make it through the movie without peeing. And I keep thinking, who are these people that can't make it three hours without peeing? Don't people you? who are buying a freaking 64-ounce soda yeah. like a bunch of fatties I mean, and guzzling it down with their buttery geez, popcorn. Geez, come on. Well, apologies to our fans of Big Gulps out there. <laughs> no. Listen, you I should be soda. ashamed of yourself. I drink soda and I drink water that night, both. And I usually have to pee, but I was through in-game so much better than everyone else. Matt was like, I gotta go, I gotta go. And I was fine, which was shocking. Oh, afterwards I gotta go? Yeah. You peed during the trailer. I peed during during the trailer. I peed at 6 p.m., 7 p.m., and then again at 8, and our showtime was at 8. So if you take Matt's memory and combine it with Bethy's bladder, you have the ultimate movie going (laughs) experience. (laughs) Together, Bethy and I are Captain Movie. (laughs) So who are we on now, Captain America? Well... Let's end by oh, saying hold so on now. it was it was nice to see Thor, I, like Bethy said, uh, humanized, taken down a few notches, and still uh-huh. have like a a strong presence in the movie. Yeah, I like that. I like the, the handoff to Valkyrie because she's I'm the queen ex- of Asgard. I'm excited now. to see a Valkyrie movie because she's cool. Yeah, no, cool. I did not care about that at all. What? I, Man, thought that was awesome. I was like, I don't care about Valkyrie. You're not strong She's, enough of a character for she me. She is do riding a winged horse. And has a magic sword. Well, that is cool. Doctor Beth. Strange is opening up the universe or whatever. With yeah, we saw his movie. Like he had. A, I enjoyed his movie. Bethy, you are so down on the female characters. No, I'm just saying she's like. Does a that third. mean that she gets Mjolnir then? Presumably, she's not a strong enough person to carry an entire movie. Like, no. Oh wait, Cap took it with him, huh? So Cap took, no. took it back. Yeah. Captain Mon, Mon Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about uh, Thor and the Guardians the most out of this Cap for future took movies. The hammer back with him too. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Rogers. Steve, and let's not forget that uh, the screenwriters of Captain America First Avenger uh, went on to write the screenplay for Winter Soldier with the Russo brothers directing, which was such a hit that the uh, studio said, hey, these, these guys got, got something going on. We uh-huh. should let them do it again. Who The same team did Civil War and then Infinity War and then Endgame. So yeah. these two screenwriters 
started with the biggest credit to their name at the time <laughs> community was no well, that was no, the, Russo the Russo brothers, brothers but the screenwriters had the done directors. a Narnia movie oh a Narnia movie a good one or a bad one I think it was the Lion the Witch and oh, the Wardrobe. good one and then they got hired to do First Avenger which I enjoyed quite a bit but Mike if you, to hear Mike go nuts complaining blah, about it blah. <laughs> well <laughs> I have to imagine that that the major story credit is probably not theirs they're just filling in dialogue the screenwriters screenwriters the screenwriters are they did writing everything. what you see on the screen they're the uh, only two writing credits yeah for the ju- whole movie. like the Russo brothers didn't write it. No, not even not the Russo brothers, but uh, oh, you're suggesting oh, there was you a bigger think, story already in place. Okay, like I'm, Feige I'm was like, "Here's where I want it to go." Yeah, I'm get it there. Suggesting Feige mm. and the rest of the suits uh, knew exactly where they want to take the story, and these writers yeah, came they in have, and they wrote yeah, the dialogue. That's sure. fair, but yeah, they have like a skeleton. But that must be the, uh, one heck of a job. That's probably even harder. Sure. Yeah. Well, but the, I bring that up because the. Screenwriters are Captain America writers. They've right. done at this point all the Captain America movies, and the so it made a lot of sense to me that the final frame of the movie was Steve Rogers' face. You know, they, they cared about his story the most. Yeah, it seemed like they and were so really concerned with resolving. His, and he is the uh, Tony Stark may be the figurehead, the headliner of the MCU, but yeah. Steve Rogers is the leader the and figurehead of the Avengers. Yeah, he's yeah. The, even even Tony Stark says in Ultron that he's the boss, that Captain America is the boss, and Tony Stark just makes him look cool. Yeah, he's like, I pay for everything and make everything right. and make everyone look cool. Right. <laughs> and I'd, I'd say that arguably he's like the moral compass for them as well. Obviously that gets pushback from Stark in Civil War, but I think that most people agree with Cap in Civil War, well, apart from the bit where... Tony finds out that his best friend killed his mom and dad, and then they fight him for being upset. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> Bethy was definitely on Steve Rogers' side on that podcast, if you recall. the, And she and Patrick got into a heated disagreement in the Civil War episode. Yep. That's an advertisement. Still right. Patrick no. turned You're against still Captain wrong, America. Baby. Yeah. I still think was, I'm right. Said he was being mm-hmm. a stubborn butthead. He was. And Bethy got upset and started yelling. So, hey, regardless of what they did, the you know Thanos still came, so it didn't really matter. Yeah, Mm-mm. it was all that mm-hmm. fight was all for nothing. In the comic book, Steve Rogers at least briefly dies. So I, I honestly kind of presumed that they would move it in that direction. That Steve yeah, they even introduced the character from the comic books that kills him. Yeah, I thought that maybe Steve would somehow get martyred. Maybe it would be loosely connected to that story, or somehow or some way. Yeah. It seemed like it would be a good way to resolve this particular story and thread. Um, yep. But then they didn't, so I was surprised to see old Steve. Old Steve handing off the shield to not Bucky Buchanan. No. Oh. That was a mistake. That character yeah. can't hold this either. <laughs> I mean, he hates <laughs> everyone. <laughs> I'm just saying he's not strong enough. He doesn't have a dynamic enough person to do it. Well, what doesn't make Anthony sense Mackie, to me he's gonna is, be that, is that in the comics, when Captain America dies, Winter Soldier becomes the new Captain America. No. Because they're essentially, they're essentially the same. Yes. They, they, ex- they have the super soldier serum. They, yeah, they have the super soldiers. Falcon is not a super soldier. Yep, but there's a point that. there's a point in the comic books where the super soldier serum is taken out of Steve and he immediately ages to as old as he would be without the serum and at in that storyline so the serum allows you to, to stay youthful, yeah. And Steve immediately gets old and then he hands off the shield to Sam. not yeah, Sam. 
Sam. The the decision to disagree with I think Falcon. Anthony Mackie, Mackie has charisma. He's a fun character. No. I like he's him as Falcon. Got, he's got his own thing already. Yeah. To me, it was just Flying like... Cap. Oh, I I mean, I don't know. You know, Captain America is like a... He can pull a helicopter back with his bare oh, hands. Oh, man, can right. he ever... Falcon can't do that. Just mark but my words. That Anthony guy is not going to be able to hold well, water. Uh, the Disney just Plus give him a suit and yeah. he'll be fine. No, yeah. he won't. There you go. Iron Man it's can make character. him a suit. No, it's he can't. It's his character. <laughs> no. He's not dynamic oh, yeah. enough of, right. a, of an actor yeah, or a he character is. He just to needs to fix it. that beard. That beard was not Yeah, that beard was shaved too high. Rocket can make him a suit. That's Rocket's true. Rocket, yeah. Rocket's a genius, not on Earth. Rocket's going to have to do all the engineering from now on. Disney Plus are making that Falcon and Winter Soldier TV show, so... And and uh, Scarlet Witch is in it, isn't she? No, they're making I'm a different one called WandaVision that's got Scarlet oh. Witch and Vision in. But where does Vision name. come back? I don't know. Maybe it's while they're all just making out in Scotland. Oh, gosh. Hey, how no, come no, Vision no flies so effortlessly in Ultron but doesn't really do much flying at all in... Uh, yeah, why don't you just fly away from stick? Thanos? Yeah, that well, they he had said to, when they he got stabbed. He couldn't oh yeah, he couldn't phase anymore. Well, that was part of that was part of my my criticism with uh, Infinity War was that they killed well they killed they weakened the strongest characters. Well, well, I, mean, I, I think this they, guy out of the way. They right? had Vision's to. too strong. We got to make him weak. Stab Which, him with this thing, scepter, yeah. and then he'll just he right. He'll phase. just be a walking around purple man. Well, it's the same with this. They're like, oh crap, we just made this Captain Marvel movie, and she can just kill Thanos with a yep. punch. So oh, we'll just send her into space. Until we needed to come blow up a she spaceship. Had great entrance back into the film. Yeah, that was cool. Well, actually, it was kind of funny because in my theater, with all the cheering and screaming, cheering for the hammer bit, cheering for the on your left bit, cheering for the girl Spider-Man. power shot. But then when they're like, hey, why are the guns turning? And there's this big reveal that's clearly meant to hype up Captain Marvel. You could have heard a pin drop. No mm. one made a single sound. There was no enthusiasm for Captain Marvel whatsoever. I was like, oh, right. Yeah, I forgot. So she's, she's too strong. She's pretty strong. So who's our biggest Captain America fan in the room? Is it Patrick? I think it's Patrick. No, it ain't. It's Big J. <laughs> the biggest Captain America fan? Yeah, he was always my favorite. So Va- how do you vouch f- for me, Patrick. How do you feel? It's true. How do you feel about his separate life on the sidelines growing old with... Well, what's her name? Peggy well, Carter. On the, on the one hand, it's it's quite nice because that is a motif that they have teased out in so many. He misses uh, Peggy. And also, in the made it make sense in the movie. Remember the uh, relief group at the beginning, or the yeah, they're all talking about the snap. He's talking about he can't get over the ice because right. he couldn't get yeah. to that dance. At, listen, Abby has a whole bit on it. She was appalled, right? She said that she, he was with that girl for like a month. <laughs> he needs to get over it. Yeah, I feel like he, for all of the movies, they've drug out how much he misses her. and how, It's so dumb. But he kissed her niece. Well, she's clearly a romantic. Jeez. I mean, What's he going like, to do? He's going to go back to the past. And t- what is he going to do when he meets that niece in the future? Wasn't that like... Literally hundred years ago. No, no, it was <laughs> it was it was literally seventy <laughs> years ago. Well, close. But he was asleep for all of it, so he didn't experience seventy years of her not being around. Yeah, for him, it was like a week ago. Well, he he's just worrying about the the one that got away. You know, like the what if of. He's got to get over it. He's no, she's his best girl. But she's not. He did get he, over it for a little bit. Went back he, and had a little dance. He saw her in the hospital. No. And was like, oh, she's old. So yeah, he, she had th- that bad old makeup on. He but Cap's old person makeup looked good. Yeah, well, I thought it looked we've good. come a long way since Peggy Carter died. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So 
Cap looked real. So I thought he was really Are young. you happy, though, with the conclusion of Captain America's story? I was. It was there was something kind of strange and sad about seeing old Steve, though I thought that Chris Evans played old Steve just fine. That must be a hard thing to do. Be like, here, right. sit over here. Be your own granddad. Be old. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I liked the passing of the mantle. Uh, and I thought that it was there was almost like a Forrest Gump quality to it, where he's like sitting yeah, back and reflecting. Yeah, it was Forrest so? Gumpy. Yeah, yeah. he's looking at the water. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's reflecting on his life, and I thought that there was an inch because Tony and Steve's kind of quasi conflicted best friend thing that they had, where they had a really hard time communicating, but clearly they loved one another. Um, and there was a really painful scene at the beginning of Endgame oh, where gosh, yeah. Tony is quite upset with Steve. Mm-hmm. And they managed to forgive skinny, one another. Skinny Tony. Yeah. yeah. And so I thought that it was the my favorite bit of that writing was when Steve kind of credited Tony with his decision to a certain extent. He said, I, I decided to go get some of that life that Tony was always telling me. Right. Right. Um, when they're lakeside in Tony's cabin. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was bittersweet and nice. But the part that weirded me out was like, wait a minute, Peggy was like married and yeah, so he just effectively erased the other guy? Or yeah, and any bad. kids that came from that marriage and also a now like Steve, Steve and Peggy's kids just walking around? Well, uh, well how does super soldier business work? <laughs> I get, are they like part super soldiers? <laughs> Little super soldiers? Little there? super soldiers, games? yeah. Well, did they have children? Wait, we don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, maybe Super Soldier makes you sterile. And he went in with the hammer and the shield. He no, didn't he, come back through the portal. The so shield was destroyed. He left with the hammer. Right. Yeah, yeah. The hammer, and then the, in his other hand was the case of the stones. Okay, so he, <laughs> he leaves through the time machine. Doesn't come back through the time machine. So he lives right. his life, and then at some point, it's like I got to drive out to Tony's cabin. Right. Peggy's dead, Peggy, presumably. Peggy. Yeah, she dies. She still died in the same she time. Dies and I, she dies in Winter Soldier. But did she ha- did she die of cancer? Because couldn't he have just been like, yo, maybe you should go to the doctor and get that checked out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't know if you right? know how cancer works. She, she still kills people. She was very old. Well, yeah, was she, was yeah, she dead of being... going to outlive her no matter... Was she dead of being old or dead of cancer? I don't remember. <laughs> Bethy, don't know. Just, let's ask Bethy. She'll Bethy, remember. do you remember in Winter Soldier when Peggy's got that funny old face makeup on? No, I don't remember. Okay, good. So she dies. They go to her funeral in Winter yeah. Soldier. So she, let's just say she dies around the same time of natural causes. Sure. That means yeah. he's been on his own for a few years. Yeah, a couple of years. he's like looking at his watch and saying, I got to go over. Yeah, to, he couldn't yeah, give that's him a assuming that he's, uh, well, whose perspective you're taking. Is he like in the main storyline? Is he yes. in an alternate timeline? He didn't well, jump across from another point. dimension. That's uh, such a dookie idea. It no, has no, to be. That has to be it. No, no it he's just sitting there saying, you know what? Bucky's over there being, you know, tortured. That's fine. Well, I'm just going to Because he has to let girl. everything happen as it happened. Yeah, otherwise it wouldn't play But that does, that goes otherwise against he could, his character. But otherwise he, he couldn't get back to Peggy. No, it goes against his character because nah, he fan. said, I can't stand by and let things happen. He, I have he, to be involved. he got Peggy focused, bud. That's it. No, that yeah. wouldn't he be it. He chose to go out and get a life so because he already did that He once. went back, erased all those people, yep. and just ignored all this other pain that he could stop. Yes. Yeah. Even though the whole time we've known him, he said he would never do because that. Because he learned that from Tony. He's like, get a life. This is what life is about. Yeah. It's not just about helping he loved people. He it's, it's about experiencing life. That's what he learned from Tony. No, that was not it. Yes, it is. No, Live no, and hey, Beth, you knew this. You kissed my butt. You were <laughs> <laughs> In that same timeline. Look, look, in that same timeline, 
it was all gonna work out and cap was gonna he other him was gonna unmelt and then it would be all fine See, <laughs> alternate timeline and then when he finally got old enough he jumped back to give the how show. he didn't show he's up on the platform no. he's he wasn't the wearing the thing no. he just put it in his pocket what do you mean he was sitting there for minutes how you you can't Jump from one timeline to another. Patrick's living yes, in some other can. kind of life. He's watching some no, other kind of movies. He's walking through this episode. He's filling in so many freaking gaps. I'm arguing the thing that the screenwriter said. They freaking wrote it. You're not even watching the movie. You're making it up in your head. Well, they didn't write it. They just put a camera. They just made the movie. Listen. What are you talking about? Listen, listen. There is one reference. There is one reference to multiple realities, and it's when... Hulk is talking to the Supreme Sorcerer. Supreme Sorcerer. Yeah. Sorcerer Supreme. Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. But she says that she can experience other realities, yeah. but that all of their existence is on that one timeline. On the golden one, not the, the black timeline. one. The time as they experience it is is compelled <laughs> by the stones. And they all exist on that one timeline. So Captain America is just off to the side with Peggy Carter getting old and watching the news and says, oh, there's a, there's me. Yeah, no, yeah. there, there I am. Oh, there's me. <laughs> Man, that is America's butt. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like 75 at that point. Right. His is saggy. All right, right, so help me understand something about this without everyone starting to shout and get upset. <laughs> but Cap's mission... When he gets on, stands on the platform, and they're like, "See you in five seconds." He's going to put all the stones back because the, the ancient one, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, which is like a, a whole wild yeah. adventure. In even itself. even yeah. that. How That's did he get the trilogy. soul stone back? How did he just find a spaceship that could get him to yeah. Vormir and? The other place, yeah, because they made Naboo, it, that's they made it clear in this film <laughs> that time travel is only possible to the place that you are in space. You can't go to anywhere in the world or universe. You have to go to where you were, right, in time and space. So he has to go to the earliest one first, which is Avengers. Put the tesseract back, put the spear back, mm-hmm. and then he has to somehow. In, over the next three years, and go give Tilda Swinton the time stone. Right, and Here see, and see Tilda. There's that nice hair, and then he has to find a spaceship in 2012 on Earth uh-huh. that can somehow get him to two planets and get to Asgard. Maybe he had to oh, age up. He can. Yeah. He can. Call Heimdall maybe with the because he's he got just the goes hammer. Back and talks to Thor. Maybe yeah. he had to wait a couple years and then he could fly. Into right. Oh, I guess if once he got to Asgard, he could Bifrost to the other places. Problem so solved. There you go. But did how did the Soul Stone get back in the magic he, swimming pool? He had place? to go say hey to Redface. Right. He had to, his own enemy from the first movie. <laughs> oh, Red Skull. But here you are. How does Red Skull get it back into? It just goes down there with the dead person? I think that Red Skull just has the stone in his pocket. (laughs) (laughs) He's just causing these people grief for no reason. That would be in keeping with his character. Yeah, that does sound like Red Skull. He's got to jump. To be honest, they told me to wait for you at the bottom of this mountain. (laughs) Right. You're meant to climb down the side, but, you know, this is more fun for me. Why do you think you wake up with the stone down there? I'm so bored here on my own. (laughs) He's like, oh, shoot, there's two of them? Let's see. Well, let's see what I can do here. You know, Nebula didn't say a daggum thing, too. And they're like, oh, the two of us will go to Vormir. She was probably over there to herself going, oh. Right. One of them's going to (laughs) die. Yeah. (laughs) So one of them's for sure dead. Yeah. Cool. Well, see one of you in a bit. Uh, Nebula had a huge role in these films. I didn't. 
These and it's like, who is she? Avengers. I mean, we don't even oh, see her. Da- the daughter of Thanos. No, she's been around <laughs> for like five movies. Like, who are you? It's like Bethy. Well, she's getting her own I'm, movie. No, she's not either. We no, knew. <laughs> we well, knew I was going to say, Thanos, what a trash heap. We knew when Thanos was going to be. <laughs> we knew when Thanos was going to be um, the the main villain here. That the, the Guardians would have a major role, but I didn't think Nebula would be the one playing these things out. Right. Which is, I appreciate that they, the writers seem to be willing to make certain decisions that are like, obviously this sounds like a ridiculous thing to say for this movie, but they seem to go to the, they seem to be sitting in a room somewhere going like, it just makes more sense if Nebula is the one to do this. Yeah, because so the, the shared Wi-Fi router. You she's, know what I mean? She's the most conflicted of them that yeah. she could go and do the she's, right thing. Yes, she's of course, newly good. Of course they could make decisions that would cater more to certain, and I'm sure they do, but they they seem to make certain calls that are counterintuitive. And yeah. We're not even emotionally attached to her, so we don't even care. Like she's just deal. utilitarian I, in this. No way, man. That no, bit in not. freaking Guardians 2 where they find all the dead sc- skeletons and they have that moment where they become sisters for real that's a big deal she essentially joins the guardians yeah too her and, and rocket have a really nice her, like funny little relationship her reaction to the snap in infinity wars is, is pretty striking where she's stoic nebula but she's she's the one who says he did it mm-hmm. yeah and then that's when it hits you bethy Mm. Bethy, you can didn't. kiss my butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then goodness. they're they're playing. What's nice that? welcome back. That that <laughs> football game that kids play with the folded paper football. Paper you mean football. to tell me, good. Bethany? And she's Allen. just having fun. I thought that was cute. Yeah. Okay. That's because she's yeah, never been allowed to win anything because she was made to fight Gamora, and then every time she lost, he would rip a part of her off and put a robot part on to make her better. So that's the first time she ever played a game and won and didn't oh, have a part okay, of herself turned into that. a robot. You just don't appreciate Nebula's struggle. I wasn't man. catching all that, but also... No, she was a real people person. She was a person. She, she was, was a people person, and every time she lost a fight with Gamora, Thanos would cut a part of her off he and put robot mean. stuff... In. Yes! she was like... Metal and Me too. Well, I she is she now because she kept. That's why her and Gamora hate each other because he had, for years, pit them against each other, and she hated Gamora for always being better than her, and so Thanos never loved her because she never beat Gamora in a fight, and that's why she's all cut up. Where, what movie is this? In? This is some daddy Comic wound book. stuff. But she had here. that moment with no, man, War Machine. In the movies. She had that moment with War Machine where she looks at her hand. She said, "I didn't always used to be this way." Yeah. When no, she, we were not when picking she does that, that up. When she does the Terminator we were not hand. picking that yeah, up. Yeah, that was a huge plot that was in the Guardians mm, movies. Yeah, yeah. They say that explicitly that. in the Guardians movies. Right. Exactly what Matt just said. Yeah. Because right. I watch movies and what I do is I listen to stuff and then Excuse I remember me, it listening. for later on for movies. But when does Thanos first show up? Is he's he, in, in Avengers. And the end of Avengers. End of Avengers. It's not Josh Brolin. At that point, it's just the purple face. He's got. He's on that floating toilet. He turns and smiles at us. Yeah. On the throne. Yeah, because yeah. we basically there's Loki's talking to him about like, hey, it didn't really pan no, out. No, no, it's oh, no, Loki's servants. talking to the servant. It's some mediator between. Yeah, Loki okay. And, and, he and said then at the end, we see Thanos. to fight them is to court death. And then he turns and smiles, which is yeah. also a reference. This is a super nerd guy because he's Thanos in love with, in death, love with death, and so is Deadpool. Blah blah blah. So you don't get Thanos with speaking lines until Guardians of the Galaxy, right? And he's a different shade of purple. Right. And is Josh He's Brolin. aged. But the first time we see Thanos is right after Iron Man flies in through that hole in the sky and with nukes, a nuke, nukes yeah. Them. That was Iron Man, that was cool when I remember seeing that a long time ago. What a freaking treat that was. So how do we how do we feel about Iron Man's story? Uh, I love him. 
Bethy, go ahead. Bethy, were you laughing yeah. at everything? So Iron Man you've said? you've been you've you've come through and, and been there for Iron Man Love from him. the very beginning. Yeah, you've yeah. always How do you feel about his his story coming to an end. I was really sad. I was really having a hard time at the end because I didn't know he died and I didn't know he was leaving. I don't think I fully knew he was leaving the franchise, so I was like shocked. No one knew for sure, but right. I thought it was perfect. I thought that his ending was perfect when he. One, he had so much to lose now, mm-hmm. you know, with his daughter and his wife and stuff. And then I thought it was so cool that he he could do it. He was like, "Well, I can do this, and I can do the good, the right thing, and the best thing." And he uh, he was like the dad of the whole crew, so he had to just take it for the team. And I'm glad that Pepper was there and got to be like, "Whatever, you can rest it. now." Yeah, and that got that I got a tear from was, me. Yeah. I thought it was Why really are you shaking your head, Bruce? Because it was sad. No, I'm agreeing. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying that I was a dum-dum for no, being sad. No, no, no. Okay. sobs in my theater. Yeah. Not from me. It was beautiful. But I had many tears. And yeah. he just, when he snapped the whole thing, I I did think, Said I kept I having lying, these man. moments where I was like, he's going to come back online now. When after he died, like, okay, and now you're going to come back and say something funny, like, I got you guys, or something. I was waiting for that the whole time. <laughs> that would have been that didn't happen. Yeah. Well, <laughs> JK. I thought Apparently it the I am Iron Man line was a reshoot. Yeah, they like had, they in January. Anything, and the more they thought about it, they were like, "We should give him a final line." Yeah, and they thought of that, and we're like, "Oh, fly him down here. We need to shoot." I mean, this. it was freaking perfect. Yeah, that so was the, in wait, response to. Me what said, what, so Thanos said, "I am inevitable." Went to snap. The stones weren't there. Tony puts his hand up. The stones get into place, and he says, "And I am Iron Man." And snaps, oh. and then Thanos the dusted line up in Iron Man. Right, so nice. full Can circle. Can someone tell me how the stones got in his hand? Because that was nanotech. Yeah. Basically, he, he, he was grabbed. he, he grabbed. was he was grabbing the infinity the f- new Infinity Gauntlet. His technology was on Thanos's hand, and he grabbed his hand, and the nanotech moved the stones onto his. Right, that's why you see them going up his arm. Oh, right, because they kind of crawl. Yeah, well, well the, the nanotech the was nano was like them. moving it. Well, there's this kind of a psych out bit where Nanotech. it looks like they're replaying the same thing we've seen in Infinity that we War, saw on where Titan, Tony yeah. and, and uh, the, several characters, it's Steve at the end of Infinity War, is just one-on-one pulling desperately at the right. gauntlet, can't get it with off. Captain Marvel. Uh, yeah. Well, they, so yeah, they did it again with Captain Marvel. Tony's pulling him, Thanos throws him away and lifts up his hand to do the same freaking thing, but worse, and he couldn't get the gauntlet off again, and then when he snaps, he realizes that... Well, he wasn't actually trying to get the gauntlet off his hand. Took he was the taking up. the stones. Right. That, that was sense. good. Yeah. It was good. It was misdirection. I like that they showed. Now, I don't like how strong Captain Marvel is because I think they've screwed themselves over. But I did like the fact that they echoed that part where Thanos punches Captain America and she just didn't move. But then he had to punch her with a power stone. That was funny. That was smart thinking on his part. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, hold on, look, I got this thing that, that makes Thanos my hand so a, strong. Thanos is a very smart villain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He really is. Like, he really is. Did you think it was formidable. interesting that uh, so much of the conversation around Infinity War, even on our podcast, was about the relatability or, or even believability of Thanos' cause? Yeah. Where a lot of people were like, yeah, but he kind of has a He's a sympathetic villain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, but he's not just he's going at it the man. wrong way. Well, yes, just that's double everything. It, it's like Eric Killmonger. Any, a lot of the <laughs> instead of <laughs> just instead of just snapping to yeah, kill half of like the population. just double all the resources. Right, it's the same. You have exactly the same power. You just know, make everything smaller, and then and, the resources are bigger. <laughs> that's make our tummies half no, as big. <laughs> you're describing like a terrible Matt Damon film. Yeah, 
<laughs> where you can get drunk on a thimble full of vodka. What, what what was weird to me is that in Endgame they said that the snap killed half of all living creatures, and I think these poor endangered animals out here. <laughs> what do you guys? There's do just that one to tiger <laughs> roaming around Siberia. No, like, no, oh man, just, my wife's gone. There's just one panda left now. <laughs> Yeah, that's the real tragedy. Of yes. <laughs> oh man! So, it, but in uh, a lot of bamboo, in, though. Infinity War. There's a, there's a whole like it's a lot like Eric Killmonger. You're like, well, I mean, obviously a sympathetic villain. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got like, a point. Oh, yeah. He's just I don't agree with the means. I agree. Sure. I agree with the premise, but not the means. Um, but then I thought it was interesting that they were bold enough to have past because Than- future Thanos is dead or present yeah. Thanos is dead at this point. Past Thanos. When confronted with uh, possible failure uh, or... Or even resistance, just that much resistance. He hardens in his madman tyrant status, and he's no longer sympathetic at all. Now he just wants to kill everything. It's essentially Ultron's premise. Ultron was like, has this great line where he says, every time the world settles, God throws a rock at it. And believe me, he's winding up. up. Mm -hmm. He wanted to kill everyone so that life could reset so Thanos is at that point so that we as the audience can be like, man, screw him. Right. They just need to freaking. Now there's nothing left where right. I agree with him. He's right. not sympathetic anymore. Yeah. He's going to take pleasure in destroying. Right. He's world. become bloodthirsty. Tearing it down to one last yeah. atom. Bethy, did you remember all that? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So far. I think I did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now it's becoming. Ambiguous. How'd you feel about that moment where Captain America shows up at the headquarters and says, I drove over the river today and the water was clean. I saw a pot of whales. <laughs> Oh, oh man, yeah. sounds nice. Whales <laughs> in the Hudson. Yeah. Man, we're really screwing up the planet. Maybe Thanos was right. That was actually distracting to me because for the first time I went, hey, wait a minute. Because that, he's like, you know, fewer boats. Right. Not, not Less so much pollution. pollution. I'm like, water. actually, actually, I thought to myself, I thought the effects on the entire world would be just catastrophic. Oh, yeah. And the movie yeah. doesn't have this time or space to begin to comment on that. It just so. showed a bunch of boats piled up around the stuff. Well, they yeah, referenced like, it. Well, you mean as far as like planes falling from the sky? Or what are you yeah, about? all that. And like government fallout. Well, they, and, like, they do well, they talk, talk about, about that when Nat's talking to yeah. the three holograms. Yeah, they're, they're talking about all the problems mm-hmm. that are happening in all the countries that don't have a good infrastructure. And then Captain Marvel's like, yo, that's happening across the universe. I've got to go true. fly around with my new hair. Well, it's true that they mentioned something off screen. I just mean that, like, you know, imagine a, a world like that. We would, it would be so much less concerned with the specifics of how it happened and the point that, like, well, the We're world all sure is screwed up I now. I mean, no electricity would work. No one, yeah, every, we would all die. And then the movie ends I with wouldn't. the whole, like, the ramifications of, so the Avengers have a time machine. Right. <laughs> That's big. Yeah. Maybe he was so smart that he snapped the right people. Mm. Nah. Wrong people, I guess. He only snapped back good people? Wait, Thanos snapped? Thanos snapped all the people that weren't needed. No, No, he he said that it had to be random. Yeah. Rich and poor alike. Right. It can't can't be chosen. But he's a liar. <laughs> no, no, I think he's clear. not. I think, uh, yeah, there's any. The they said a number of times in this said. movie that he's specifically <laughs> not a liar. Yeah. My <laughs> At least is twice. Things, but a liar is not one of them. Let me say something. Uh, <laughs> Please do. I don't have the sharp memory of every single frame of every movie ever to, you know, what are you doing on this, this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but I did think it was interesting that, you know, it all tied together. It was super smart. 
went back to every movie ever. But it was also just like, I think, a really good touching story with all the... I mean, you haven't really talked about like how Iron Man went back and like saw his dad and kind of like healed those, you know, things. And even Thor with like him wanting to see his mom. And uh, wasn't there another one? Captain America that saw Peggy through the blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dang, this is like a movie about loss and like coming to grips with it. Yeah. And that's that's pretty smart in like a, you know. Yeah. I heard, I read a thing where someone, I know how people try to over put psychology on everything. Someone was like, oh, the Avengers all seem to be in one of the stages of grief at the beginning. Like Tony's super angry and Cap and Nat have kind of maybe got to this point of acceptance and Hulk's in denial because he's just over there being like a celebrity or whatever. I was like, I thought that's quite interesting that like they are, like it is a movie about grief that and about loss. That resonates with your theory, Burrs. Yeah. Yep. I didn't notice that, but sure. Well, neither yeah. did I. I saw an article. I'm not, I can't take the credit for that. I'm not a smart man. Nope. But the but I know what love is. <laughs> yeah, and then there's there was a conversation. There were several conversations, overt conversations about the way that they're grappling with loss because Tony has moved on. He's got he got the best deal. His loved ones are still there. Happy's there. Pepper's there. And then he made a kid out of all that. Was Do we? Hold on. Yeah, we don't know that Happy's there. Happy. We uh, only I see Happy post second snap. That's true. I with guess I just assumed that he seemed yeah. pretty relaxed, so he must have not been snapped. <laughs> Because he seemed comfortable, you know? Yeah. yeah I imagine uh, you'd be a little bit jittery. A little bit anxious. Weird. Well, he'd, yeah. he'd be coming out of the snap and meeting Tony's old daughter. Yeah, his, like, three-year-old daughter or whatever. Yeah. So, Tony has a life now. He, when we first meet him and he comes back to Earth, it's horrible. That's that interact, And he, again, has that callback line to Ultron where he says, You said yeah. that if we lost, we would do it together and you weren't there. And then he... Hands him his nano heart and says, liar. Right. And you're like, oh, geez. Because yeah. Tony's not realizing the fight that took place in Wakanda. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, he didn't he didn't understand that Cap did come back. That right. Captain said, that. we lost two, meaning on Earth we yeah. fought Thanos, but Tony didn't get to hear well, that. Well, because, yeah. It was brutal. And, and I mean, he was angry because Cap, like, Cap should have been there with him in New York, you know? Yeah, Tony felt personally betrayed by that. It yeah, wasn't just, yeah, it wasn't just we lost, words. like, as humanity. It's like me and you should have been stood side by side. If, if it wasn't for Civil War, yeah. they would have been on that We would have been together. Exactly. They yeah. would have been on Titan together. Bethany. Yeah, or... Bethany, yeah, did you some, feel yeah. emotions about We don't know how scene? it would have played out, but potentially, yeah, they would have... Yeah, I didn't understand it, though. Now that you're talking about it, I don't think I was on board with what you it was. You see all these movies. Yeah. You watched I, Infinity War with us the week before. And Civil and War. Civil War. You yeah. saw all of this yeah, I mean, six days prior. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I was uh-huh. emotional about it. I felt like, oh, he did Just because someone was yelling? No, because he didn't understand. I was like, oh, he doesn't understand. And then I thought, is he still angsty at Cat because of his parents? And you know what I mean? Like, he yeah, just I mean, seemed, it was like, yeah, sure. I, basically, that was the first time they like, had spoken since the end right, of Civil War. Right. So I was like, they're not in a good space anyway. And no, they he's hungry. To do some healing. <laughs> That's true. He was I hungry. I mean, you know what I mean? He was starving. And he was hey, how come Nebula sat him up in that chair? Was she like, well, you might as well die sitting up? I think yeah. it, was a, it was honor. I think it was honor. Like, you were yeah. you were captain or you were like a leader yeah. person. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like that. That's good. That's what That's I thought. Helpful. I thought it was Thanks. just hit. Thanks, Bethany. You helped yeah. me understand the movie. Okay. You're welcome. 
I'm for real. That was helpful. I like, I that. like that part where at the end they, because this was the end for the original ones, like Tyler said. I like that they symbolically had the Infinity Gauntlet being passed from the original Avengers to the new characters, like in the final fight. So it was going from like Iron Man and Cap and whatnot, and then Peter took it and then gave it to Captain Marvel and Valkyrie was there helping out. I thought that was clever. That was a nice like physical passing of the torch. B team. Everybody's a B on that How team. Spider-Man <laughs> is not a B team. How did everyone yeah. feel about the the female Avengers assembling? You mean the hero shot? The hero shot? The hero I, shot yeah. of all the women? I thought it looked so cool and was also so on the nose. It's contrived, there but it go. was still cool. It yeah. was still a nice like nod. I thought it was, it was a little bit contrived. I was like, well. But it was like, yeah, that's Why great. were all the women in the same place on that battlefield? Yeah, Who cares? Because it looked cool. It did it's look like, cool. But also, <laughs> Who Captain world? Marvel didn't Girls. need their help. She didn't. She's like, she, oh, that's nice. I'm yeah, just going to go. Cool, thanks. Y'all stay back here. I'm going to fly through them because I'm magic. But she did need help, right? Or something? No. Really. She got no. She still got punched out. Yeah, she got. But Peter, none of Peter, them were. And where were they to help her? Peter Parker didn't realize what she's capable of. Yeah. She's Superman. Like, she Superman. is too powerful. No, she's not. She's Captain Marvel. Right, I know, but I'm just saying. I it's didn't like know how that. DC have a problem with Superman that they made him too good at stuff. Like, right. she's too good. She can just. We don't know how vulnerable she is at this point. None revable. What? what <laughs> she got she's punched not. out by Thanos. What was That's the, vulnerable. Why is she what vulnerable? was the power source for the super serum? The su- for Captain for Cap- Super. It was just science. Just science. Science. But she... World War II... The explosion... So they built an engine... Yeah. (laughs) Using the Tesseract. Yes. And the explosion from that engine gave her her powers. So... She's powered by the Tesseract. She's like Daredevil, like something spilled on her. Right. Right. So... Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got some acid in his eyes. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm Daredevil now. Yeah. Some trash fell on me. Yeah, well, I'll go be a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she's Tesseract powered. Right. Which okay. is yeah. anything? Has that Could, couldn't any of them essentially replicate that? I mean, got, really, yeah, just pick up the stones. Tesseract. Yeah. Which one is the Tesseract? The s- it was the blue one. No, but what kind of stone is it? Not the mind space. stone. Space stone. Space. Oh, that's why she can fly in space. Oh, that makes sense. Um, space. Captain Space. She Captain Space so Marvel. She was so weird flying and getting the, out of that thing. <laughs> I didn't like when she met Spider-Man. That line was supposed to be funny where he's like, I'm Peter Parker. And she's like, hey, Peter Parker, you got something for me? <laughs> and she was standing all weird. I was like, what she got pretty doing? arrogant. <laughs> she just, and I don't know. So, you've said that line <laughs> four times tonight, and every time you say it, it gets She's m- like, less and less accurate. You're like, no, I'm saying all the words now. I don't think Brie Larson is like a strong enough actress to carry that. Oh my gosh, here we go. Would you stop? A woman would never be in a movie ever again. I just want to say that. That's it. <laughs> there are more dynamic actresses who could have held that in just a better way. Bree's like, hey, I'm, um, yeah, I like, I like being Captain Marvel. Okay. That's a pretty good impression. You should watch the movie first. Yeah, watch Captain Marvel. Okay. You might feel the same okay. way at the end. But I just felt that way in this movie where I was like, yeah, I mean, you're fine. Well, unless we want to divide our episode into two episodes like the they did for this movie, let's we can go out talking about the. Uh, just overwhelmingly satisfying experience of watching that final battle. Oh. That was so satisfying. It was perfect. 
when when scratch the edge man well what's great about it is that the intro to that battle is just the three the three dudes (laughs) the three main characters of the original six i guess the three with nine movies between them um, fighting Thanos on their own was very satisfying, especially yeah. when Cap picked up that hammer. When Cap and when Cap pulled his shield like right. strap to but like tourniquet his arm, that was so cool. There was a moment where he was really beating up Thanos yeah. really well, but then yeah, it got was, turned and his uh-huh. shield got destroyed. Oh, man, he, I thought Cap was, was going to die. He, we all did. It's like that's what it kind of feels like. Yeah. he's about to die because of Tony's vision when Cap's dead and the shield smashing half. Right, so he stands up, a lone figure. Against the entire Thanos army, you know, slowly walking toward him over yeah. the ridge, and those giant flying centipedes. Oh, over right. Oh yeah, those guys. They were less prominent, but they were. Oh man, remember when Giant Man applied. punched that one in the face? But then, that was great. But then Captain America, over his radio, hears Sam's voice. Yeah. Thinking, Wait, what? Hold on. What's going on? Yeah, where'd he and come from? Over his shoulder, you see. Doctor Strange's portal open up, and, yeah, and that slow walk from Black Panther. That was so. We got big freaking. cheers for Black Panther. Heck yeah, man! Sure, he's there with her. The nod, Panther gloves on. So satisfying. That was cool. And then Falcon flies out, and the camera comes out, and there's dozens of portals opening. And apparently, Howard the Duck was there. Was he there? Yeah, apparently yeah, when the apparently. Ravagers came out, Howard the Duck was there. That was the ultimate hero shot. Yeah. That pan with everybody in God, it. God, what a frame! Dude, my eyes were just like. Flashing across the screen, trying to see everyone. You're, yeah, the only, I specifically remember one of the wide shots where it was showing everyone seeing the leader of that secondary tribe in Wakanda that he has to make yeah. peace with over the course of the, the movie. Mountain tribe. Yeah, yeah, the and gorilla you, tribe. The yeah. snow with the CG snow over the face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yo, that was bad. And I only <laughs> saw him in that frame. I'm sure he's like off frame somewhere else. But I was just like, man, this is crazy. Like, yeah. Everyone must be well. They here. they went over Black Panther's shoulder, and they you could see Wakanda in the distance, right. and all the army coming through because they needed an army. So, can someone explain how that worked? How <laughs> were those people alive, and how were they coming? So, because Peter Parker gave us the Hulk, exposition. Hulk had undone the snap at that point. How? Bikes clicking his fingers oh. inside. He snapped his fingers. Okay, he snapped, yeah. but it he didn't snapped, and everyone things. came back. Right. Yeah. That was the first time the Avengers snapped. Everyone who was dusted, undusted, okay. came back. All of the magicians kept going bleep, bleep, bleep through their sling rings to get everyone that was good throughout the universe to come and help. Spider-Man and then, had that quick exposition where he, he said he, he like, woke up on the planet. Yeah. Bef- Doctor Strange said, it's been five years and need our help. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And then, so then they're all back. And so then they fight. And what was cool was, because we, I was... One, I was really amped about it because they did have that one shot where it was down the front lines of both armies and that looked like the Civil War comic book where it's just a grip of freaking superheroes. Uh And then what was cool was they didn't just do another big battle killing all those weird six-legged dog things. They did like that close-in stuff with the glove because the big battle was cool in Infinity War and I liked it, but the best part of that battle in Wakanda was the bit in the jungle where they're all around Vision and it was like small and intimate and they did awesome that again Thor came down yeah and blew legit yeah and he was he was fighting all those venoms captain marveling yeah through the, through the spaceships 
Yeah, Remember Bucky and yep. Rocket were shooting the guns. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. And then yeah. Ro- Rocket was on War Machine shoulder this time. That, that was, was a good great. Time. The placement of Rocket in the real world was one of my favorite things. Yeah, that's funny. It's just like they're sitting around talking, and Rocket's standing on a conference table talking, yeah. there and they're just like, whatever. They just have to. He's take messing his with their stuff. Yeah, I'm like messing with the screen. Raccoon. Yeah, yeah. It's good. That was great. And then like uh, to see, you know. The, Scott Lang featuring in this movie was great. And to go back to Abby's thing, they use him to uh, juxtapose. Like Tony is like settled and he's got his life and everything. They have this conversation where Scott just can't fathom that like there are people that have lost everything. You have, you know, like, but Mm -hmm. so so many people are in a place where they've had everything taken from them. Uh, And so he became a great device because it's like his spot on the team is tenuous at best he was in civil but war a lot te- of people don't even know who he is right like. but his technology was was absolutely critical yeah and he but can, even then he, he can he hang barely with them. he can't make new pin particles well, he's not hank pin who realize, can make him we'll go get some yeah from that hank. was i thought that was brilliant because then you saw like the original right. ant-man helmet that was neat but what what i was saying is that i ended up watching ant-man and wasp and the whole movie is just oh, kind of Irrelevant to this this story. Except but for the, the very <laughs> the very last line is "Be careful for those time warps" or something. And I went, "Oh, there it is." Yeah, there we are. I still There's don't understand how when they move those tiny buildings, they get plumbed in. You know, it's I know why <laughs> I know why they don't do this, but it's funny that they <laughs> don't just say, yeah. "Okay, listen, we've only got enough particles for one journey each." So the first thing we're going to do is go get more PIM particles. Right. right. <laughs> all of us together on one mission. We'll all go there, get them, work as a team, come back with infinite PIM particles. Right. The and then we'll just high. do it. Yeah. The because half of all people are gone. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just risk it on this one right. tube. So he's been in the movie a, a lot and he's had like a cool character arc and everything in it. And then you kind of forget <laughs> over the course of the movie that like uh, – they do some funny gags with his Ant-Man. Like, he's like, I'm going inside you <laughs> when he goes in Iron Man's suit yeah. to pull off his heart valves or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and But then at the end of the movie, at this point, I've been so along for the ride, I've forgotten all about the giant man idea. So then, like, yeah. to see him get big in, like, the, the master shot in the of hero the shot, fight, you're yeah. like, yeah. that's incredible. It's, it's so, so staggering. Cool. And then he punches yeah. the Punches that, yes. squi- that thing and then stomps yeah. on Rocky Hulk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rocky Hulk. It was very satisfying, that yeah. whole scene. It was a good payoff. What a fight, huh? Yeah. It was like fight. the end of The Lord of the Rings. No, it no, wasn't. Stop. This was awesome. Stop. It was, though. Are you talking about... On the, the third day, he comes riding over the hill. The battle at Helm's Deep. It yeah. was. I think it was... Equally as good, if not it was better. reminiscent of that, though. Well, that's the it's hard like thing. The, the hard hill. thing is every everyone references that because it's in modern movie history that was the first time they'd done that giant battle with like a grip of CG. Because before that it was like Braveheart, where they just had like fifty dudes. I'm bored with this conversation hill. as I was with the original movie. You're talking oh, about. would you relax, Why don't you please? Kiss my butt. <laughs> don't yeah, do that, Patrick, kiss our butts. Don't do it. Don't do it. It stands to reason you need yet another outlet to process your reaction to Avengers Endgame, and I think YouHateMovies.com is that outlet. So go over to the website, leave a comment on this episode, tell us what we missed, disagree with us, fight with us, invite us to kiss your butt. <laughs>